0: with your hosts Sebastian Martinez and Eric Pajowski. And welcome everyone to another S Tier podcast episode 13. Eric with the Batman red light cuz we got mm-hmm. we're going we're going to be talking about the Batman today. <laughs> I am excited. Yeah, oh my god, a week off because Easter. <laughs> I totally forgot about Easter. Everyone's like, "Oh, we got family over." And I'm over here like, I got lamb. (laughs) And, uh, oh, man, it has been a crazy, crazy week, two weeks. Lots of. It it feels like a month. Yeah, a lot of entertainment news. This will be available the last week of April. This whole week of April, though, roller coaster of weather. Jesus. We're not done with it yet. Yeah, the planet's really trying to kill us. <laughs> but uh we're recording. We are live on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, it's it is gonna be crazy. I know we're gonna get a Sharknado thing. I know it. Yeah, I know. I know. I know it's coming. <laughs> Before it happens, can it just please? can we just change it from Sharknado girls to Sharknado sweethearts? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah. So this has been such a weird ass month. Just winter holding on for dear life. My God.
1: That and that court situation with Johnny.
0: Yeah. Uh, they're still not out. They're not out with that. I think. Yeah, you jumped the gun when you messaged me. I'm like, oh, good. And I saw like, oh, it's not even. It's not done yet.
2: <laughs> well, the
1: way it's going, I think. Johnny Depp's innocent in this whole thing, and like there was a lot of BS from the other females. I forgot her name. Uh, What's her name? Amber Heard. I think so. His ex, or soon to be ex.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, he's suing her for libel. I know that. And I heard, I heard the uh, call between them that led into this. Mm -hmm. And he said, "I'll see you in court." That man is hurt.
1: Even Jason Momoa and Brad Pitt are standing up for Johnny.
0: Yeah, in their own way. It's so weird. It's very, very weird. I'm hoping he wins it Mm because he's already already hit rock bottom. They have to. The whole lawsuit he did with Daily Mail was such bullshit, by the way, because Daily Mail, they're just going, oh, we, we, we don't know what we're reporting, blah, 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 blah. And it's, yeah, you do. What's the point? Of trying to defend that and you were not it was never gonna win that because that's their home field advantage, that's the UK. Yeah. So he was never gonna win that. But this, I don't know. It's I've stayed out of it. I've seen the memes, I've seen people doing videos and edits of all all of it.
1: He said some funny shit.
0: Yeah, he was actually talking, you know, just doing the whole story, and the guy objects during the story. Was, okay. Her lawyer objected during the story. I was like, What? What the fuck? It was it's so weird. I hope that Johnny Depp actually goes through it 'cause it's it's so it's such a crazy thing with this. But uh man, what was I gonna do? Oh well, sad news from this last week not last week, but the week before we took off. Uh passing of Gilbert Gottfried. Mm-hmm. Man, I I did not see that coming. I was in the middle of my whole playthrough of Crisis. I was on Crisis Two when I saw the news on that. He, I think, he died at sixty eight,
1: somewhere around there. Yeah, like my mom even said, like she she noticed that he was a shy kind of person. You know, like and I said, oh yeah, he's definitely shy. He just hit it with his comedy.
0: Oh yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to see. Uh, he has. He passed away on April twelfth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I'm trying to see what the year was.
1: I think like sixty
0: nine. Yes, 68, 69, something about that. His thing was it was a complication due to some form of. Let me see. I'll just look it up on Wikipedia. And you know, I, I know everyone has heard this, but you know, we're we're so behind. <laughs> uh, let's see. He had he had uh, complications due to myotonic dystrophy. No, what the hell is that? Type of muscular dystrophy. Uh, yeah, it, it's so sad that he passed that way, but you know he's been in so much stuff. He was the staple of our childhood. He was
1: Iago.
0: Yeah, and one of my favorite things, and it's from the College Humor thing that he did. And I, I made sure I had this ready.
3: Holy fuck, is this wrong? But holy hell, is it
0: ironic? <laughs> I made sure I had that. Oh man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be an emptier world now that he's gone. Well, that and Jim Carrey might be retiring too. Yeah, we talked about that before off time. <laughs> yeah. It was, this is, it's so sad. All of them are gone. Louis Anderson, Bob Saget, uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, my goodness. John Candy. Yeah, well, John Candy was, like, when we were kids.
1: Hey, he, he was still in that group.
0: Yeah, he he, he knew he was going to die, though. He had actual, like, a family flaw where basically all the males in his family died of a certain uh, type of uh, influenza, I think it was, or type of pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Yeah so I, yeah that was that was a real sad case but he knew it was coming. Gilbert though that was a shocker. But it wasn't like how Jim Varney had passed away. I remember when Jim Varney passed away I, and I know I brought this up. I had freaking bald my eyes out. I was crying.
1: That's how I was when I heard about Robin Williams. Oh man, I was shocked with that one. I was I was speechless. I I was every every emotional that you can name.
0: Yeah, it was Such a, that was so freaking sad. I actually called my sister up. She was the one who ended up crying. Tasha was the one that she was like, What?
3: Oh my God. Like, she was the one
0: crying over it. And I said, Yeah, it's fucked up. But yeah, Gilbert was, I think, his, I think the, uh, they did do a documentary on him. It was so weird hearing his actual normal voice. Right? Because you're so used to the gravelly loud voice.
1: And then you hear him talk normally. You're like, "Wait, this is his real voice." Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's just so nice and light. Still has that sound, kind of. But mm. then it's just it, it was it, the best way to put it. And I think the documentary's called Gilbert. It's it is probably one of the coolest little documentaries and some of the most raunchy-ass jokes <laughs> in that damn documentary. Oh my god! He was raunchy. I was that shocked me more. That he was a raunchy comedian, and I'm not talking now. I knew he was a raunchy comedian after this, when uh when Sirius XM had their, they think they still have their comedy stuff where they show they play different tracks from different records and all that. Mm-hmm. First thing I hear from Gilbert Gottfried is uh the ha- the skiing joke, where two guys are having dreams that they're getting hand jobs. I'm I'm not even gonna do the thing. And one guy goes, because they share they all shared a bed, and guy goes, oh you guys had those dreams. I had a dream I was skiing. i was I was in shock. let's just
1: say two of those friends got a little closer.
0: <laughs> oh my God, it was probably the raunchiest joke I ever heard, and then I heard uh. The one about the grandmother. We're not talking about oh, that man. joke. <laughs> I heard that from Robert Williams, though. <laughs> the way he did, it was so fucked up. <laughs> he did it in Dan Rather's voice. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've heard so many good Gilbert Godfrey jokes about that. It was, he was, he was great. He was great in the newest Ninja Turtles show. I didn't even know he was in it. Yeah, he plays Krang Subprime. He has the funniest line to Michelangelo. Because Michelangelo Angelo goes, Really? It's you? You're the one? he goes, No! It's Megan Fox! Oh, I forgot! You're the dumb one! <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I was laughing so hard at that. Oh, um, man. He was great in that show. He's been great in a lot of cartoon shows. Not just he, Ninja Turtles.
1: He definitely is going to be missed. And... I just hope his family members are doing well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's one and thing.
1: Just remember I I posted this last night. People may come and go through this life, but in the end we're going to meet them. Oh yeah. Just got to re- remember to rejoice that they're no longer suffering in this world.
0: Yeah, it's it, it was that was such a sad passing and I I I'm, I'm very it, it didn't floor me. I was just shocked. It was it was mm-hmm. so sad. But uh, he, he, that, that was one thing. Gilbert would never want anyone eulogizing over him. He'd rather have jokes about his death. Exactly. <laughs> like I saw Jim Norton have put one. He goes, oh, yeah, Gilbert Godfrey died. Everyone's like, what? He goes, where the fuck have you been in the
2: subway?
1: <laughs> He's probably looking down on people who are doing like
0: all remorse stuff. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, he, he had the funniest thing. He goes, yeah, Gilbert died. Yeah, I fucked him to death, he said. <laughs> I was like, wow <laughs> and I didn't know he rolled that way. <laughs> it, it was the funniest thing. He said he said Gilbert was that kind of guy, especially when it comes to comedy, where if he he put him Jim put himself in there, he goes, where if I had died, he would have said to everyone that I died of AIDS, even though I didn't, and if I did die of AIDS, he would have made a joke about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest shit I ever heard, and I'm like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Oh, my God. The one time, oh, that was, it's so sad. But uh, let's, we got, oh, shit, we got a long-ass show, actually. Jesus. <laughs> two weeks' worth of news. Uh, this happened last, I think, what, two weeks ago. Elon Musk offered to buy Twitter for, I think, $42 billion. And I just saw the actual, um, what is it, the actual investor board for Twitter. They're considering some kind of deal with him. But like,
1: what does Elon Musk want to do with Twitter? I mean, like, the guy makes
0: cars, robots, things that go into space. What does he want with Twitter? He's a shitlord. He's being a shitlord about it. Uh, He's he said uh, under him under him he'll be uh he'll definitely be uh, giving us all an edit button. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, oh, finally, <laughs> please let that be the extent of what you're gonna do, because I ain't paying for a fucking writing app. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> I will delete this thing off of here. <laughs> but yeah, that's basically that. It, it's so funny. Everyone's everyone was up in arms. I looked at it and I'm just like, bullshit. It's it's it's, it's a grab. It's a silly little, you know. He just grabbed some ink onto a newspaper. If it happens, it happens. I I, I the first thing was am like, what the fuck does he want with Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Because I guess I guess because everyone's tra- everyone trashes him from time to time, and he doesn't like that. And I said, "Oh, mm-hmm. that's that's the internet." <laughs> I've been trashed on there a couple of times. The guy that trashed me last year is no longer on Twitter because <laughs> he got ratioed by David Ayer. <laughs> that's 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 an internet right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
0: So yeah, that's that about Elon Musk. I'm. It's something to look out for, but uh. Yeah, let's see. What else we got? Wait, let's do a little thing real quick. Uh, We got a lot of entertainment news from movies. We're going to be talking about the Batman, of course. Mm -hmm. AEW with their massive pay-per-view, The Forbidden Door. Yes. Uh, Some gaming news. Uh, We got some videos to look at. Crimes of the future. Everyone I know saw it, but I got some more stuff for that, and that might be for our little break if we end up having to take a break. But uh, I got some other stuff for G4. Markiplier is surviving once more. We can talk about that.
1: The man was just getting a colonoscopy
0: or whatever it is. A colonoscopy. No, he ended up in the hospital, I guess, because his guts ended up doing the same thing before. Yeah. Yeah, they ended up doing the same thing as before. This happened, and they the doctor said, as long as you're able to do certain things, you should be fine. It's passing by itself, whatever's in there. And, of course, he tweeted out, because everyone was waiting for him to fart. It was trending on Twitter. Will Mark fart. I'm like, I what the fuck? I was,
1: I was like, <laughs> just, like, playing video games on my phone, and I get this notification.
0: Will Mark fart? Yeah. I was like. <laughs> and, then, and then, oh, my God. It reminded me of DiCamelo when he did the uh, second Chinese rap. When he when Mark tweeted out, I farted. I just thought I just farted <laughs> that shit. I just thought of that when he tweeted that out. <laughs> it was so. It was just so out of there. And then he finally. Yeah, I think uh, yesterday he ended up back home. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that was that uh, was that was so crazy. And I think he's done with the sequel for Markiplier in space. I think. Well,
1: I don't know because this situation that he was in i think he kind of got held up a little bit and he's almost finished but there's yeah. something he needs to work on
0: yeah i think so too it's it was very weird because he was doing that before this happened and mm-hmm. and you saw the meme i sent you where there's three pictures of him in the hospital and the guy goes finally i have all three <laughs> from gravity falls <laughs> Oh, oh my God! I, I, people are just too damn quick. I'm quick too, but that was just too damn quick. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, we got we got music news and what. Now we'll get to it. Let's uh get to the entertainment news though. Movie news and reviews. I have not seen the new Fantastic Beast, but it has. It didn't make as much money as both movies combined. Because Johnny
1: Depp wasn't in it.
0: That and it looked. Just gray as shit. It's so weird how it went from, okay, we're going to see all the different animals that are in the Harry Potter universe. Harry Potter. Wow. Uh,
1: My name Harry Potter.
3: Harry Potter.
0: (laughs) And the thing about it was when it came to this, it's like Mm -hmm. it took a thing of its own because J.K. Rowling having have have to deal with being a turf and whatnot, being scrutinized for what her thoughts and all that she had to really show the stuff that she had said when we were in high school about dumbledore, and I thought to mm-hmm. myself, "Ah, okay, but where's the animals?" <laughs> I I don't see no animals in this new one. What the hell?
1: Like, you they should have done what Star Wars was doing with like these characters. Give have let them have their own movie. Yeah. Don't collab it with another movie. Just let it be its own movie.
0: Yeah, and you know I think uh, who was it that I, I'm gonna pull it up? Uh, it's from Raiders of the Lost Podcast. I only have it on TikTok. They're they're very, very good podcast, by the way. They watched it. They loved it. But they definitely said this needs saving. This whole franchise and i it's so weird because they have basically what can be how do i put it there amazing was, yeah it could be amazing it could be indiana jones in the harry potter universe with with all these wild animals like a mm-hmm. pokemon kind of thing newt scamander is basically professor oak going with the pokemon thing and grindelwald and his group could be like team rocket trying to sure. grab some of these powerful monsters to, co- to wreak havoc, and we had that with the first one. We had it. We were so close. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, let's see. I, I think I can pull it up. I'm gonna actually see if I can. Uh... Here, let me just. I'm gonna pull it up on TikTok. This is on their TikTok. What? Wrong thing. All right. Hey, I like no. Get a... <sighs> Give me my damn my like list. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna play it. I'm gonna make sure my media is loud. Where is it at? Where is it at? Uh-huh. Anyone else? Let's see. And they are... Raiders of the Lost Podcast, they're very, very good. Where is this at? I'm close to it.
1: I noticed that we praise them, but they never acknowledge us. Oh, they, they, they,
0: they, they acknowledge us through Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one thing. I'm, I still want to collab with them, too. They're very, very good. Let's see Imagine them.
2: New commander movies where he's just... It's Newt Commander on adventures, helping animals, rescuing animals. There could be, like, evil poachers and wizards who are trying to capture, like, some mythical beast that an evil wizard is trying to take control of. All of his movies and exploits could be, like, their own thing, separate from Dumbledore, separate from Grindelwald. And then you can have another franchise, another series of films, Dumbledore vs. Grindelwald. It's on Grindelwald's rising, the war that takes place. And then you could even have another series of horrors, and then you that could lead into you can have team up movies like the Avengers, where you know uh, Dumbledore needs Newt's help for something. So then, imagine like people love the Fantastic Beast movies, and then there's a Dumbledore movie, and then Newt Scamander shows up. I think people would have freaked out if they had already loved Newt Scamander and his movies, and then he shows up in a Dumbledore movie for some kind of reason. I think that the, approaching the films that way would have been a lot stronger. I think audiences would have loved it. Imagine Newt just... That's basically it.
0: It's a good. It's a good concept. You know, it, that this is what they were trying to do anyway. That cinematic universe stuff, the the Wizarding World of Harry Potter,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: yeah, they, honestly, give Dumbledore and Grindelwald their own thing. <laughs> like Mads Mikkelsen was, uh, I guess he was great. A lot of people praise it. They don't. They don't really they don't really explain the whole shift from Johnny Depp Grindelwald to Mads Mikkelsen, (laughs) but it works, apparently. Yeah, they were probably just
1: like, oh, he's just a cousin.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I think what they had it where he went in the water, he was in this water or whatever, and they're like, where's Grindelwald at? We need to talk to him. And he just shows up, and it's Mads Mikkelsen. That's basically it. (laughs) That's how they did it. (laughs) But, yeah, it's such a weird thing. And it didn't make enough to warrant four and five of Fantastic Beast. So now it's on hold. Divergent didn't even get its uh, second uh, ending film.
1: (laughs) No, it did not.
0: Yeah, so Warner Brothers, they said, oh yeah, stop the bleeding, please stop the bleeding. (laughs)
1: Where's the band-aid?
0: Yeah. All right, let's see. Okay, we got a a look at Crimes of the Future and Lightyear. I did see the trailer for Lightyear. It looks, it looks good. I like it.
1: Mm, I don't know. It, it's just weird. Like they, it's just all part of Buzz Lightyear. And how do we really know it was a real person? Because it was just a toy.
0: Well, here it's the director of it actually said that this movie is the movie that Andy saw that made him a fan of Buzz Lightyear.
1: Oh, yeah. okay.
0: Yeah, so this is actually pretty cool. I saw someone was very mad about how this trailer panned out, like how the story panned out for this whole thing. they saying that this was the uh, pitch that one of the other people, one of the other artists on there actually pitched on DeviantArt way back in the day. And I just thought, eh, gives a shit. Maybe not. At least it's yeah, maybe not. Do an unsolicited pitch on a friggin' website. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. All right. So mute time. All rights reserved to Disney. <laughs> all rights reserved. We're gonna look at this through fair use. And here we go. Mm-hmm. This is the oh wait wrong video. There we go. Lightyear. This is trailer two.
3: It looks good
0: i can't wait to see it on uh, disney plus
3: buzz Lightyear mission log starting 3901 A full year of being marooned our first hyperspeed test flight is a go who are you talking <laughs> to no one you were narrating again i was not just doing the mission
2: log you do know no one ever listens to that i know that narrating helps me focus <laughs> Ready, Captain Lightyear?
3: Ready as I'll ever be, Commander Hawthorne. This
2: is exciting, a new adventure. I'm gonna grant you four minutes to be off planet, but then you come right back to us. To infinity. And beyond. You are clear Clear for hyper-watch? People, 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 people.
0: Buzz, that was utterly terrifying, and I regret having joined you.
3: I'd like you to Star Command. Come in, Star Command. Why don't they answer? Look! Uh, hey, hey! Shh. The robots! The what? What is happening right now? Alicia? Oh, no. That's my grandmother. But sucks. how long were we gone? Yum, 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 62 years, seven months, and five days.
2: What? I hope you're ready for action, because all we needed was a pilot. For what? To destroy the alien ship. I have a plan and I have a team. can any three things and make them explode. I do this and they shave a little time off my sentence. Okay. And what about you? Well, I thought this was going to be like a fun boot camp workout thing. (laughs) (laughs) But it is not. Did I get it? Pretty close. (laughs) You know what's in the harpoon? Yes! Pause, thank you!
3: The probability of
2: survival with an inexperienced crew is 38.2%. Hmm. seems a bit low. Mission failure imminent. In bed. always says she believed in you, too. One. There was a big swirly, too. Oh. I think I need a bed. No, oh, no. Please record your last words. Do not vomit inside the vehicle. Do not vomit inside the vehicle. If you are satisfied with this recording, speak <laughs> or select uh. one. To infinity. Are you trying to get me to pull your finger?
3: Don't fall for it. No, not like that. Sorry, it's a thing your grandma and I used to do. (laughs) Damn. Okay, let me do
0: this real quick. That's cute. Oh, I will admit. There we go.
1: I can't hear you.
0: It is, is isn't it? I'm trying to. Yeah. There we go. Make sure YouTube wasn't trying to play something else. It looks good. I'm. I'll definitely watch it on uh, Disney Plus with my grandnephews and whatnot since all my other nephews are grown. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's so funny though that already the toy line is out. People people are going, why doesn't it look like the actual Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story though? (laughs) (laughs) Zerg looks badass. I hope they actually have him go curse you Buzz Lightyear like in the show. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, they made, they made him look very, very uh, intimidating.
1: Yeah. He, no more comedian Zerg. This is like, I'm evil kind of Zerg.
0: Yeah, yeah. No more Wayne Knight as Zerg. That's the funny thing about it. He looks like a hunter <laughs> rather than an emperor this time around.
1: Yeah. I th- I think it's because this is like where he first meets him and like Zerg didn't have all that stuff on him yet, you know.
0: Yeah, the whole like the whole cloak with the collar. Yeah. He's got the weapons, though. That's a good thing. I, I like the design. I actually saw the concept art. I put it on. I, I shared it on Twitter. I said, okay, I like it. Picasso. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did that name. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Okay, Crimes of the Future. This, this looks like Pete Cronenberg. And I do have a video from Robert Meyer Burnett. I think for our break because I think we're gonna take a little break after uh chip, the whole entertainment news thing. Uh, oh yeah, from, definitely. <laughs> from, from Robert Meyer Burnett, he actually does a great one over over Cronenberg and Crimes of the Future because he got to read the script before this was even put in production.
1: Hmm. Oh, he, speaking of script, when is your script coming out?
0: I have no script. I have the a, a, a book. The book is uh I gotta I gotta get in contact with my cover artist because gonna... I
1: want to play the character that you characterized as me because <laughs> there can only be one person playing him.
0: <laughs> oh God, I gotta work on I still man I gotta jump on it. Writer's block's a bitch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is oh yeah it's only fifty-seven seconds so we'll be re- really right back. All rights reserved. Can't wait for this movie. By the way, I love Cronenberg stuff. Mm-hmm
1: me time
0: yep all right so this is crimes of the future first time uh i know a lot of people saw it it's such a quick trailer
3: excuse me oh no that's just music it is time to stop seeing it is time to stop speaking time to listen. It is time to stop seeing. It is time to stop speaking. It is time to, is time to listen. Listen, 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 listen.
0: Crimes Back with the body horror, I love it. Comes out June, I think June 12th.
3: Do you feel alive?
0: It looks so good, don't it? Just from that little it,
1: bit, it sort of reminds me of another movie,
0: a few Dark City, in a way, Dark City, uh, Existence, one of his last movies, not last movies, but. One of the movies from the 90s. Because I saw how yeah. that pod looked. It looked just like a little game pod from Existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, you I start... know.
1: I love the foghorn. Every time when a like serious or scary or weird movie uses a foghorn, you know it's going to be good.
0: Yeah, I, I do love what David Cronenberg has done. It, for body horror, has a little bit of a uh, videodrome to it as well.
1: And a little bit of tool.
0: Yeah. It's it's definitely uh on par with a lot of his body horror movies. Saw the dude with the six ears, ears on his mm-hmm. forehead, he's stitched his mouth and eyes closed. Yeah, the the story behind it, um Robert Meyer Burnett has it has it best. It's about how weird how humanity in like 30 years would adapt to surgery with synthetic parts and whatnot and how mm-hmm. There would be addiction to surgery. And that has kind of actually happened with plastic yeah. surgery. <laughs> you
1: ever seen the movie or show called Nip Tuck?
0: Yeah.
1: Pretty much the same thing.
0: American Mary. Yeah, that's another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. This is the thing for it. As the human species adapts to a synthetic environment, the body undergoes new transformations and mutations. Accompanied by his partner, Celebrity Pref- Accompanied by a celebrity performance artist, Saul Tenser showcases the metamorphosis of his organs. Meanwhile, a mysterious group tries to use Saul's notoriety to shed light on the next phase of human evolution. This is going to be good.
1: Mm, This is what happens when you play God.
0: Yeah, that's basically a lot of Cronenberg's work. When it comes to stuff, when it comes to this body horror stuff, it's it's wow. very, very, very good that he's finally doing. This. this is a 30 year script, I do believe, the way Robert Meyer Burnett said it.
1: So, it he was writing the script when
0: I was being born, basically, <laughs> same as me. <laughs> he was just, I think, coming off of a video drome. And he, I think he finished the script. And the script got out there. Um, we'll be looking at that video about the history of this movie mm-hmm. when we do our break. But let's see what else do we got. We got some more stuff. Uh, oh shit! Ted is getting a series. Ted the talking bear. Yes. Oh okay. Yeah, that's basically it. all I saw. Was that they got some. More I stories.
1: heard something about Mark Wahlberg being
0: racist. Oh, that's been a while ago. Okay. <laughs> that was a while ago. He, he was he was committing hate crimes when he was fourteen. <laughs> and that's one thing he has. That was one thing with Mark Wahlberg. He was uh he was a he was a teenager when this shit happened, and he has changed his he changed his whole life. And you know some people won't forgive what he did a while back, but you know it is what it is. I think he's probably done with acting though. He's been doing a lot of producing lately. Like I know, well, he, if
1: there's a new Ted series, wouldn't be he be in it to acting?
0: I don't know. That's the thing about Unless this. It's supposed to be just about.
1: It
0: yeah, it's supposed to be just about Ted. So it'd be Seth MacFarlane, and I don't know who else is a part of this. I don't know if Mark would be doing it on CBS because it's gonna be on CBS apparently.
1: Why CBS? Why not HBO?
0: I don't know, it might end up on Universal on Universal uh, Plus or whatever. Not Universal Plus, Paramount Plus.
1: I was going to say, now Universal has this shit now?
0: Universal is under Peacock. That's where uh, you were able to see uh, Halloween Kills for free. Mm. Before, before it came out on Blu-ray. But let's see, uh, what else? Alright, uh, Animal Farm. We all know Animal Farm, right? About the pigs that take over the farm. With the other farm animals. Um, yeah, uh, Andy Serkis will be directing an animated adaptation to it. Andy was very good with uh, Mowgli, so I don't see any problem with that.
1: Mowgli was decent.
0: Yeah, it was alright. It was better than Disney's Jungle book.
1: <laughs> what are you talking about, like, the live action or the cartoon?
0: Live action.
1: Yeah, the live action sucked.
0: And it's so sad. I liked it, but yeah, it was. it just felt lifeless. That's why I'm very keen when it comes to Favreau and those and that stuff. Get Andy Serkis to help you make it feel alive. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm actually looking forward to it. Animal Farm. I've seen different versions of Animal Farm. I've seen the cartoon version of it. I saw mm-hmm. the one that the Jim Henson Company did, mm-hmm. and they really do capture what the book is. You know, the base of it. They don't go into it like yeah. how the book goes into it. So hopefully Andy Circus gets it done. Uh oh the trailer for Stranger Things. What did you think about it?
1: Honestly, it's kinda of hard to tell because it I don't know. I don't I, I can't really judge on it because it was just like flash photography kind of shit and you were just like, Oh there's a scene, there's a scene, there's a scene, there's a scene. <laughs> just gotta add it up. And I'm just like, all I know is that there one, one person's in Russia. That's all I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I watched it about three times. I know we can't play it because Journey is played in the middle of it. Uh-huh. Throughout the whole thing. It looks very good. I can't wait for that. We, we both can't wait for this season of Stranger Things. And the thing with it was, what really threw me, the new bad guy from the Upside Down, Vecna. I actually, I think I sent you the meme. I did the Markiplier meme. Is that the Mind flare? I thought it was the Mind flare in actual human form, not Vecna. I, I didn't expect them to call him Vecna after the Lich from D&D.
1: And I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of glad we get to see more of the Upside Down universe. Oh, yeah. Because, like, in the past seasons, yeah, we saw them, but it was, like, you only get to see a little bit.
0: Yeah, and they thought it was toxic or noxious to be in that world. We get to see them without no suits. was just like, mm-hmm. oh, it's an actual, just alternate universe. Everything, yeah. all types of fucked up. It was, it It looks so good, that house with the all the bat things. Mm-hmm. That's got to be a main gateway to the Upside Down now. Um. Got to see Robert England with his eyes stitched closed. <laughs> Not stitched closed. I think he just, like, lost his eyes. I got to see the picture again.
1: We got to see the redhead girl's brother back in the Upside Down world.
0: Was that her, was that her brother or was that someone else? Yeah, he was playing the guitar.
1: When the guitar solo came in, that was him playing the guitar in the under, Upside Down world.
0: Here, let me see. I'm going to pull it up. Not the trailer, but the picture. Because I think that's a different actor who looks like him a little bit. Well, I don't think it's the same actor, but it's
1: the character.
0: I don't think so. <laughs> I think that's one of the new guys. Let me see. I'm going to look up the picture for Robert England first. Vecna looks great. I will say that. that, was, that that's peak upside-down monster shit.
1: And the best thing about it, you get to watch these kids grow up into the show, like you're part of their lives, you know, so you get super connected to these
0: characters like
1: No, don't do that. Baby, baby. Yeah,
0: I, it's it's very cool seeing how they've actually grown from a lot of this. They st- mm-hmm. they they still they still don't give uh they still haven't given Will a better haircut than that damn
1: bowl cut. No. <laughs> you think Will would have been like, ah...
0: Like, can, can, we get, can I have a different haircut? Come on, please. I mean, like, we're in the 80s now. <laughs> <laughs> we're almost out of the 90s. We're almost into the 90s. Here's Robert England in there. Okay, yeah, so he lost his eyes. Mm. Yeah, you can actually tell, like, a little bit of eye fluid in there. <laughs> it's fucking minging. Look at that punch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's brutal. Let's see. It's, yeah, Vegna was great. A great looking villain. I hope that they don't kill him off. I wonder, maybe Vecna is actually something else entirely like... um, What's the word? Uh, What if he's uh, Matt Modine's character possessed by the Mind Flayer or something like that? And it's transcendent to not just Mind Flayer, it's both personalities turned into one thing.
1: Well, let's not think too much into it, (laughs) because... We didn't make the damn show.
0: Yeah. We're, we're, we're just we're just pontificating and theorizing. <laughs> it's such, I can't wait to see. I wonder if they actually did some of these shots. So like young 11 getting out. Maybe they did those shots early on and said, let's cut it into number four. Finally. That or just CG, bro. Yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to find out who this person is that's playing guitar on the upside down restaurant.
1: I'm telling you, that's her brother.
0: I don't think so.
1: I think it is, because if you look at their hairstyle... But everyone had that hairstyle. Yeah, but you could tell whose hairstyle that was, if you're like a big fan of I'm, Stranger
0: Things. I'm looking at the actor now. He's the one that plays D&D with them. Now, he's like a new character, but let me see if I can find out the actual character's name. Because this ain't Billy. Billy's dead. That boy dead.
1: Yeah, so is that girl that was Barb. in the first one who disappeared. Barb,
0: yeah. Right? <laughs> Fuck Barb. <laughs>
1: they're still
3: alive, <laughs> damn it. They're still alive.
0: Uh, let's see. They, okay, so the group is called the... Wait, let's see. Joseph Quinn, aka Eddie Munson. He's the head of the Hawkins High Official D&D Club. That's him.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. So it's a different character. Gotcha. You didn't get me. They got me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, it looks good. I love the fact that we finally got a better look at it. And the Demogorgon fighting a whole group of prisoners. Oh, my God. That was
1: great. I just can't believe. Dude, if the next season is in the 90s, I'm going to be so hyped.
0: The final season. Man. Yeah, I saw, someone, I saw one of these stupid uh, websites go, oh, yeah, Stranger Things is canceled. And I said, it's ending. At season five, it's not canceled. At right. season five, <laughs> what the hell? There's a difference.
1: Like, like if you watch the behind the scenes, you can they the directors said like, yeah, we're only making five seasons.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad Netflix finally did follow through with one se- series. I'm still, I'm still salty. I'm still salty. What we're going we're getting into it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, but
1: you just you just jinx Stranger Things now.
0: I hope I did not, because oof. I'll jump out this window.
1: <laughs> I'll beat the living shit out of you if it comes true.
0: Uh, let's see. What else? <laughs> Thor 4 Love and Thunder. You saw the trailer for that, right? Yeah. What did you think? I'm not,
1: I'm not a big fan of Thor.
0: I'm not a big fan of this iteration of Thor, honestly. Like, I, I, I like Taika Waititi's work when he's doing his own thing. Jojo Rabbit, What We Do in the Shadows. I like that stuff. He was in one of Mm -hmm. my favorite series, uh, The Tribe. He had a small role in there as one of the simulations. Um, Mm -hmm. He's in Lightyear as one of the characters. He's a good actor. He's a good director. The Thor stuff kills me, though. Well,
1: Thor is run by Disney, so Disney wants Thor to be what they want him to be.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's so weird because they had the right iteration when it comes to the first one, comes to the second one. The second one is overhated, honestly. It was just, you know, I, know I, about,
1: just, I just I just don't like the beer gut
0: Thor. Well, that's the thing. He works it off. That's a good thing. I know,
1: but it was just like, why do you have to show this?
0: I I still I cannot forgive the Russos for doing that to him. That was such a bullshit thing to do. oh yes, he's fat because he's depressed, okay what are you trying to say <laughs> <The fuck>? right <laughs> I didn't you know I'm and you know I'm definitely inclined I don't mind uh what the hell happened here I don't mind that uh Natalie Portman is mighty Thor that's actually on brand for the comic book you know you got all these idiots on this damn site that we share call it the MCU yeah no shit. <laughs> of course there's empower, empowered Marvel, female Marvel characters what the hell <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> that still kills me as soon as they brought in fem- the female version of Thor which is just, it's, it's Jane Foster with Thor's powers and armor and whatnot, she has Mjolnir uh, it's just one of the characters that they made and as soon as they brought her into the cinematic stuff that whole painful thing got rekindled <laughs> <laughs> All these guys just mad over no reason. Honestly, I, I I
1: hope this happens. There has to be a female version of Venom.
0: Yeah, and they and we had it just for a second in the first
2: I movie. Know. <laughs> The The
0: the thing with Thor, love, and thunder, and this kills me, they have the best villain for Thor in there. Mm-hmm. Gore the God Butcher, he's connected to the Venom verse as well because of the mm-hmm. sword he wields. And the whole idea behind <laughs> him the whole idea behind him is that he is he hates gods. He hates the gods because of a lot of the stuff. He believed in them, he worshipped them, he had faith in them, and his whole family was di- his whole family dies in yeah. the comics. Because of his faith. Here, I'm trying to find the thing. And he looks cool as hell in the comic books. He's got an amazing sword. It actually kills gods. You see this sword in action when Null has it in the comic books. He took out a whole ass Celestial with it. And then used the head to make another thing. <laughs> and the, the thing that kills me, and I'm going to pull it up right now. And I got the picture right here. I'm trying to see if it'll go through. See if it's a good. Pick. Good. Um, they have him as the villain. <laughs> <That's your comment. laughs> uh, the thing that they have pissed me off with this. The character is very alien in the face. Very alien. A very alien body, basically. And we, got, we got Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. Which is cool. We got a fucking Batman, you know? and
3: oh good for you
0: (laughs) i gotta get that for my thing too now (laughs) Ah, (laughs) and instead of going you know let's do a little cgi to cover up the face a little bit add some scarring here's the look for gore the god butcher if it'll show there it goes
1: Fucking looks like the mummy
0: he looks like the mummy he looks like zordon when he was dying in mortal in the power rangers the movie He looks like every bald Mm. character that we've seen. He looks like one of the familiars from Priest.
1: And when I say the mummy, I'm talking the old black and white
0: mummy. Boris Karloff, yeah. (laughs) He looks like Zordon, too. I got like 20 likes from that meme. (laughs) And hopefully the characterization is intact. I don't like this design. Everyone loathes this design. That's why I don't really...
1: I, I hate to say it, but he looks like a cancer patient. Yeah!
0: It's so sad, because here, I'll, I'll pull up a picture of Gore from the actual comic book, because he looks fucking horrifying, mm-hmm. um, and I wish they went with this. They could have really turned heads. They could have been like, wow, we're going to keep this character on here, bring him back somehow. We got the multiverse shit going.
1: Well, you could thank Disney for all this.
0: Yeah, I got Kevin Feige, please do something. What the fuck? <laughs> Let's see, a uh, good picture of Gore the Gut. We want to
1: make him look scary, but not too scary for the kids.
0: Yeah, we saw that ha- what happened there in 2017, didn't we?
1: <laughs> remember,
0: remember let's talk
1: about your kids. I don't give a shit about your
0: kids. Yeah. Meanwhile, Steppenwolf in 2021 looked better than 2017. What the fuck? <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. All right, let's see. This is a good picture. There we go. And, you know, of course, they got a picture of Christian Bale next to the picture, but that's fine.
1: Oh, good for them.
0: <laughs> Alright, let's see. There we go. There's Gore the God Butcher. He looks fucking horrifying in the comic books. And the whole thing about it... Oh, no. Eric's gone. Oh, no. There we go.
1: What's going on?
0: The, th- the thing took... Your, your side took a crap real quick. But there, there's Gore, there's, uh, yeah, there we go. you're good, you're good right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, th- there's Gore the God Butcher. He looks horrifying as hell.
1: I wouldn't say horrifying. I would say more torturous than horrifying.
0: Well, here, I'll put it this way. There's uh, some people have done actual 3D renders of this, and he, you know, he, he is he's a normal alien and all that but when he mm-hmm. has that necro sword, I do believe that's what it's called, I know I'm probably off. He kills so many as guardians with it. He has killed Olympians with this sword, Egyptian gods. He's killed several pantheons. He's that vicious. And when he becomes godlike in the thing, he brings his wife back and she goes, "You're a god." He kills her cuz he hates gods. He's he's Kratos. He's Marvel's Kratos basically. <laughs>
1: What about if he had the Necro Sword with the Necronomicon? How dare you!
3: How fucking dare
0: you! I'm I...
1: just saying that's a good, that's a good combination.
0: <laughs> but it's such, it's such a tortured character. I hope they don't do anything stupid like how James Gunn did with Ronan the Accuser.
1: Or whatever they did with Sandman and Spider-Man 3.
0: Oh, boy. He was better in, in No Way Home, by the way. He was much better.
1: <laughs> I, I had a feeling like, oh, yeah, we definitely fucked up on this one. Let's remake him. Yeah,
0: yeah he's, he's, more of a, he's more of an ally, but then he goes bad guy. But it's th- this whole thing. Gore, the whole design for Gore is such bullshit. And I love this design. Bring me this design. This is, this, this is Jeff and Wolf 2.0, except Marvel.
1: Yeah, but, but see, that's too scary for the
3: kids. Yeah,
0: fuck them kids.
3: <laughs> that's what I'm saying.
0: My dogs are barking like a motherfucker.
1: Yeah, because they're like, fuck those kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah, that's the thing about it. Let me get out of here. That's the thing. I don't, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm going to be, have an open mind. They got Russell Crowe as Zeus. I know he going to die. <laughs> as soon as I start, I'm like, oh, yeah, he going to die. <laughs> so it's cool that, the, that Gore's there. But that, and again, it falls into the whole thing of what are we going to do with these villains and all that? Oh, no, let's not rep- have them reprise their roles. Let's kill them all off. That, I hate that about the whole Marvel thing. DC as well. I'm glad DC with Aquaman at least kept Orm and, and uh, Black, Black Manta. But, you know, it's it's so weird. I'll, I'll keep an open mind about Thor Love and Thunder. Hopefully, it turns out alright. But if it... Oof, if it ends up fucked up, I'm taking someone's eye. Should we start with Mickey Mouse? No, let's start with Taika first. And okay. Mickey Mouse.
1: <laughs> yeah, I find kills. already has Mickey Mouse. <laughs>
0: In their crosshairs.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Like, their next story is about Mickey Mouse and Disneyland.
0: Oh, man. Let's see. Uh, Okay, so next thing up Warner Brothers Discovery. This came out. (coughs) They want to do an overhaul of the DC stuff. And I'm going to pull it. Well, the main thing that they did say, and it's right off the top of my head. They do believe that Warner Brothers has ignored a lot of their staple characters like Batman and Superman. And you see it with the DCU. yeah. Um, They want to actually focus on that. They want to actually find someone that will keep it all combined and harmonious. And, of course, someone at Variety, who also wrote the same article, said, oh, yeah, this is the... uh, this is the same uh, thing that happened with DC. They're they're at they're at a crossroads now. It's the end of DC. You know that shit.
1: But, Shut the fuck up, you virgin.
0: <laughs> you know, that's what I wanted to say. Shut it, virgin. <laughs> and that that was the thing about. It. I'm like, eh, okay, gives a shit. But uh, I, the thing about it, they're, they're still looking for someone. They're looking for a czar, basically, for this whole thing to cover it oh. all. So they're basically trying to get rid of Walter Hamada, of course. Um. And people are rooting for a DC Studios thing. They want more of Joker from, you know, from, you know, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker and all that. They want more movies like that. They want more movies like Man of Steel and all that. They want all that stuff. They're promoting everything on HBO Max now because of this. They want more Peacemaker, of course. And... I'm I'm I don't know what to think of it. It's it's. And you know
1: what? The funny thing is, mm. they can make a better Green Lantern movie.
0: Yes, and that's the thing. Green Lantern Corps has been in in uh, production hell for the longest time. hmm And that's the thing that kills me. Finn Wittrock was a, uh, was supposed to be in there. They could actually do some more work and actually have Wayne Carr in there as well as Jon Stewart, uh, Green Lantern. There's so much they can mm. do here. Do Man of Tomorrow the do like a live action version of Man of Tomorrow and actually have it work where it's a nice sequel in between ZSJL and the Suicide Squad, so we can actually see Bloodsport take out Superman and then Superman have to mm-hmm. take out Brainiac.
1: And do you think we'll ever see the death of the Joker?
0: That I don't know. That's the thing about it. There's the, because
1: if you remember Injustice.
0: I don't know, maybe in the nightmare stuff. <laughs> but I think that might be Batman doing it that.
1: <laughs> but Superman kills him.
0: Yeah, I know. It's no. it's so weird with this though. It's it's very wait and see, you know.
1: Yeah, cuz we all know Batman can can't kill Joker cuz he needs Joker more than Joker needs him.
0: Yeah, and the thing, yeah, and we saw in the nightmare thing, you know, he said in the Nightmare thing, things are different. He goes, make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> so we, we don't know what's going to go on. But yeah, that's basically it. They're going to do an overhaul, which means they're probably going to – they just probably want to put a Superman thing in there. They want to put a Superman movie in there and whatnot. Probably do the Cyborg movie finally, hopefully.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Big Ben Athlete back, you know, stuff like that. But uh, that's all I have for it. There's so much they can do, but we, we've been talking about DC so much.
1: <laughs> it's better than talking about Marvel.
0: True. <laughs> you saw us. We were just bitching for a minute. <laughs> Let's see. Choose or die. Okay, review for choose or die. Man, I got a lot. Uh, choose or die. Dude, I was bamboozled. You're disappointed! I was bamboozled. But I, I'll give it a C plus because there were some good moments in there the way they... Oh, man, i got to stop listening to some of these idiots online. They said it was going to be interactive as, you know, as, like, Bandersnatch and all that. We even saw that it was going to be interactive, right? It looked like it was going to be.
1: I think those were fake articles. So. Yeah,
0: we was lied to. We were lied to. But Choose or Die had some great moments in it. It's it's no stay alive. That's the one, one movie that I was trying to bring up. It's no stay alive. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert England has a nice little cameo in there via the phone nice little reference to uh nine seven six e v i l
2: <laughs>
0: the movie that he directed <laughs> uh it it's it was all right it's nothing groundbreaking it's nothing scary it well here we're horror fans of course I'm just setting re-
1: hold on did it remind you of the movie Truth or dare uh,
0: not really. Because it was more like the game would possess people.
1: Because that's what it's throwing me. Like that's the vibes it's throwing me. It's like another Truth or Dare kind of movie.
0: Oh, the way it starts out, it, this guy he ends up with it. He had a night nice, The uh, it, the characters played by Eddie Marsan from uh, The World's End and whatnot. He had a this, his character had a nice ass setup too. <laughs> um, the whole thing. The first choice he gets is. Ears or tongue? Ears or tongue? And he picks tongue, and he comes out. His wife had cut his son's tongue out. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I, I just went, damn. Okay.
1: Well, the b- best thing about that choice, your tongue can heal quicker than your ears. Cut the whole tongue out, though. That's okay. Your saliva can heal wounds.
0: <laughs> and that's why I sent you the picture. Why he looks like that? Because apparently he loses his eye too. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and yeah, there's some great moments in there it's it's very it's it's okay it's not groundbreaking it's uh, it's hit or miss the like
1: best, would you say it's just a fun movie to watch on halloween
0: depending on how you are if you want to just really just sit down and go hey you know let me check this movie it's i think this is the i forgot the director's name but i think this was his first movie actually
1: well if it's his first movie then good on him
0: yeah netflix really uh Gave him a nice thing. Uh, uh, I think what, Asa Butterfield or Asa Butterfield? He was good in it. I, I don't mind him. He was very good. He's a good actor. Um, what's her name? Eola Evans, who plays the main character, Kayla. She was very, very good. I think this was her first movie as well, because there's not even a picture of her on on here. But um, Toby Meekins, I think this was his first movie.
1: I like how that character had the same name as somebody I know. <laughs>
0: And there's a part in there with Asa Butterfield. Uh, he, it's you know where they the guy on the screen goes rewind or fast forward, rewind or fast forward, and she has to make a choice. So she goes fast forward, and Asa is basically just uh, spewing film out of his mouth like he's throwing up film. And I <laughs> that's just comedy. Yeah, I was I was I was going oh this is great now, <laughs> and then she presses rewind and goes back into. It.
3: Oh God!
0: <laughs> I was going. This is this is something. It was that was a good ass scene. It was it was all right, but when they when these damn things they promoting it as interactive, even we promote it as interactive. I'm thinking, oh yeah, I'm gonna be able to do make choices and whatnot. No choices. It's just a movie. Just watch the movie. That's it. <laughs> it's all right. It's a C plus, C tier.
1: Well, I guess it's sort of interactive because. It makes you think of your own choice.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah, the, the whole thing, cursor, it ends up in the world, so it has multiple people to go to, so they could actually improve upon it and actually make it interactive if they want to do a sequel or two.
1: But uh, it seems like a VHS kind of deal, too.
0: Yeah, that too is it's very it's it's all right. C plus I give it. Let's see what else Nosferatu. Dietrich was back. Yeah, uh, this was supposed to be Robert Eggers thing. Dietrich had tagged me in the Nosferatu thing. Willem Dafoe was supposed to be in it, blah, 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 blah. Um, Yeah, Robert Eggers ain't going to that yet. He's got another movie before this. I think two movies before this. He even said it on uh, Mark Maron's What the F podcast. That he's probably not going to go to that yet, so it's kind of.
1: I mean, like the movie postponed. was even the movie, the original movie was not even almost an hour.
0: Yeah, it's kind of postponed. Like they had a cast, but mm-hmm. Robert Eggers really didn't have an update other than, "Yeah, I'm not going to that yet." That's basically yeah. all he did said recently, and people were pissed. They were sad.
1: <laughs> and honestly, like. I'm a big horror fan, and I love Nosferatu. Like, that was one of the best vampire films out there back in that day and probably today. Um, but it was a silent film, and if they have people talking to it, it's going to ruin the nostalgia, I want to say.
0: That, that vibe that it gave off. Yeah. Well, here, that's the good thing about Robert Eggers, because if you remember Lighthouse, there really wasn't, you know, they have moments where they were just yelling at each other and whatnot. And there were mm-hmm. moments where it was just silence. Same thing with the witch. There's a lot more imagery in the witch. I got to see the Northman though. Cause I heard that oh, was, he would definitely rock it, but I don't think he's ready for it. Honestly, he's got another, he's got, I think an Elizabethan movie coming out, you know, something about like, one of the Queen Elizabeths. He's doing something about that. I don't know what it's called, but it's, he's got, he's freaking great at this stuff. He's great at doing period pieces that are either horror or action and whatnot.
1: So uh, I'm, I, I'm just iffy about it. And speaking of Northman, I thought like that Viking character, that skinny dude with the long hair. I yeah. thought that was Edge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alexander Skarsgard. card. <laughs> oh, like man. all it needs is a theme song. On this day. <laughs> See, I still gotta see it, but yeah, I know Alexander Skarsgard from a lot of stuff. He's in True Blood, and whatnot. I think mm-hmm. we talked about it. That was his first.
1: Didn't thing. he play
0: Eric? Yeah, yeah. That was his first time out. Oh, his dad is Stellan Skarsgard. His brother's Bill Skarsgard. We said this. The whole Skarsgard family is just Wait, Hollywood. They're a right very
1: scarred family. So <laughs> let's, let's let's take it easy on them. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see. Oh, gaming stuff. Uh, Streets of Rage is coming out. Mm-hmm. They're doing a movie, and it's going to be by the creator of John Wick, Derek Kolstad. Mm. I hope he gets Chad Stahelski to do the uh, choreography and stunts, because I don't see it any other way. Unless he wants well, to actually make a Double Dragon remake.
1: <laughs> just get some bruskies to Helsinki
0: and he'll be all good to What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I hope I'm. I'm hoping it's good. Hopefully, it is. Cause Derek Colstad gave us the best, one of the best action movies ever with John Wick. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for John Wick Chapter Four.
1: That's what happens if you try to
0: kill any of my animals. <laughs> Just murder everything in sight. <laughs> I I respect that. <laughs> I was when the first time I saw John Wick, I was in shock. When they when that dude punted that dog, I was I, dude. When I saw, I know.
1: Him, I, honestly, I had to remind myself: no animals were harmed making this film. No animals were harmed making this film.
0: I, I was in the seat right next to my dad. I saw that dog get kicked so hard. I said, "Oh fuck you!" I was yelling that. <laughs> my dad's like, "Oh, calm down, calm down. It's just a movie." <laughs> I want to jump into the fucking movie, basically. (laughs) You just jump in the screen. You start beating the screen like Peter Griffin did. Right. (laughs) That's how mad I was over it. But then you find out all this stuff happens over a fucking dog. (laughs) That was the wildest thing. Just went, okay, here it is. Whoa. (laughs)
1: You think Taken was bad? Oh, boy.
3: Oh,
0: my God. That was so brutal. But And, t- oh, Taken. I could talk about Taken, but that'll probably be for next time. Uh, but, yeah, Streets of Rage. Can't wait. I, I'm i not really a fan of Streets of Rage. I've played it. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't mind seeing it. It's four people beating the shit out of a whole city. What the hell? <laughs> Who wouldn't want to see that? That's great. Speaking of people beating the shit out of a whole city... Uh- <laughs> Ezra Miller got arrested again.
1: What the fuck? <laughs>
0: this time, uh, they were at some th- co- some type of family thing. And it wasn't even their family. It wasn't even Ezra's family. It was someone else's. And they said to him, you need to leave. And uh, Ezra chucked a chair at somebody. And that's what. I just put them in an the MMA cage and just let him have it i legit put on there please ezra get some help get out of hawaii yeah
1: that's that's too calming of a place to be
0: yeah and the thing about it, ezra was going into basically local bars not you know uh tourist bars
3: mm-hmm.
0: so that's what this all comes down to yeah you're not really supposed to be in there you don't even live there <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, that's that's really. I hope that Ezra gets the help that he that that he they need. And but the memes are coming. I sent you one already. There's one on my page from mm-hmm. I think Ezra's first movie. We need to talk about <laughs> Kevin and, then, oh. and the movie. They they changed the title to We Need to Talk About Ezra.
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That movie was really good.
0: That was. It was. And I, I, actually did an extra thing to that poster. All I said was, uh, "He's just standing in the balcony, two chairs, <laughs> one chair in each hand."
2: Come, <laughs> at me, motherfucker! You're getting chucked.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm again. Hope, hopefully, Ezra gets the help that they really need. Jesus. Now, Netflix.
1: Okay, and I, I saw the meme you made.
0: Oh, God. Or... Here, I'm going to find it's it. Good. I'm trying to find it's like
1: Blockbuster Blockbuster's coming back? <laughs> the day of reckoning
0: will come. <laughs> the day of reckoning will come. <laughs> All right, so Netflix has done a lot of shit. In the span of a week, they uh, upped their prices again. We knew that. That was, I think, months ago. They lost, I think, 60,000 subscribers. Oh. And their stock plummeted. I can buy stock in Netflix now. <laughs> buy the dip.
1: <laughs> Bring Blockbuster back. And, Bring Blockbuster back.
0: And the thing about it was, instead of going, hey, you know, let's find some actual work, some stuff that'll work to get us back up there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What do these idiots do? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, we're gonna start cracking down on people that share their logins to Netflix. We're gonna crack down on that, so people gotta pay extra. That happened a couple weeks back. And then it's not. It's probably gonna start happening this fall. They're gonna start doing it.
2: What else?
0: Um, they're gonna have a ad subscription where basically you have ads on a certain level during your shows and all that
1: do oh, fuck off.
0: Exactly, the reason why we everyone got Netflix is because there weren't any ads. Right. That's what killed me about Amazon Video. I'm trying to watch Tales of Halloween on Amazon Video. What do I get after the first ten? After the intro, a fucking ad. For do
1: you like covers, but you need arm space? <laughs> Buy a snuggy. <laughs>
0: Amazon trying to promote the boys, and I was I just went I watch it already. why is this here? <laughs> it's a fucking movie I'm watching what the hell
1: but yeah, so they're like i I swear to God if they do that ad shit, I will go to California or wherever you're located and whoop all your asses yeah,
0: and I said this I said this in private to uh some family I said this is these are ideas from a fucking bean counter.
1: It's more like a five-year-old guy in control
0: of, like, Netflix. Like, oh,
1: let's put commercials on it.
0: <laughs> Might as well be that. But what, what I mean by that when it comes... it's This is, like, accounting stuff. These are accounting <clears throat> ideas. Yeah. These are... This is bean counter shit. And what I mean by that... So, okay, best example. I, Apple. Steve Jobs was... The one that innovated a lot of stuff. iPhones, iPads, i iP- iP- iPods. Almost did the whole damn thing from Big Rap Battles. Uh, he's done all that. He did all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He passes away. Tim Cook takes over. What does Tim Cook do? Oh, we're uh, no longer going to be doing iTunes. We're discontinuing the iPod Classics. We're going to keep doing iPhones, though. But we're going to keep doing every single time and use Samsung's OS to cover it all. And we're gonna come out with a fucking pen for the iPad, a stylus.
1: See, this is why I choose Android, or yeah. Galaxy over iPod shit yeah, or i
0: Apple whatever. Shit. And, Apple and and shit. and the thing is, he, he's not innovating anything. That's the thing about it. Netflix could be innovating a lot of stuff if they didn't do all this stupid shit. Explain let to me, people.
3: Let me
1: introduce to you. The most exciting thing for Apple
0: product—a pen—a pen. A pen. <laughs> I knew it. And the, the the thing with Netflix, I could understand why they bring up their subscription price. They got they're making big ass movies. Rebel Moon's coming out. We got all these other movies coming out. They got they're probably going to want to buy another set of Fear Street movies. They're probably going to do another Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel. They probably want to add some more content to it. They have no content right now when it comes to a lot of this stuff. And the thing that they did, and of course, it's in our title, they canceled one of the most iconic comic book adaptations, Bone. They canceled that before season one even came out. They've canceled. Happy. Yeah, they've canceled. They've canceled. Uh, what else? They've canceled Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance. They canceled Glow. While they were filming their last season. Right. And Bright 2, they they have no interest in it anymore. And that shit should have came out in 2019. Honestly. Mm. And, you know, we got Bright Samurai Soul. Okay, that was great, by the way. But the thing about it is they have no content because of this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, wait, why don't you just do what a lot of people want? They want home release for a lot of your movies. And I said Sorry. let me see if I can pull it, uh and I said on Twitter I said this shit wouldn't be so bad if they did home release to try to recoup something. You can make it exclusive to your merch site, make it where there's a lot of little you know, gadgets and gizmos aplenty plenty, as I like to say, with this, you know, a steel book
3: fucking little mermaid or something. <laughs>
2: I'm glad you caught that.
0: Uh, I said this. Hold on, where's it at? I said this. I hate to say it, but Netflix's stock probably wouldn't have plummeted so much if they started doing home release. Make them exclusive to either Target, Best Buy, or your merch store. You can do steelbooks. You can actually do some deals with McFarlane or NECA to actually add more to your products. We could have had so much stuff for... Death Note, Bright, Army of the Dead, all this stuff. Could have had all this going on. Could have had Fear Street figures. Could have had all that stuff going, and you'd be fine. And you could have explained away, yeah, we want to do bigger stuff. That's why we have the subscription going up. And they were the ones that were promoting sharing your logins. They made memes about it. Now it's a problem? Fuck out of (coughs) here. And then the biggest, the most egregious thing, and I, I don't like this show, and it's not because of moral standing. I'm not that moral. <laughs> I don't like to grandstand when what it comes to moral. Yeah, I, I don't like to grandstand, but Big Mouth got renewed for a seventh season. Big Mouth. You could have had Bone. Bone is better. You were asking for fantasy things that it could actually be for the family. Bone is pretty much there. Or has-been
1: hotel.
0: Yes. There's so much that they could have did. Oh yeah, let's go with Big Mouth again. Let's talk about puberty for the 10 billionth time.
1: Oh, puberty!
0: <laughs> Here's on your puberty money. Get the fuck out of here. That's what Stay kills me about it.
2: That happened to me. <laughs> that happened
0: that, to me. That's what kills me about this. And... and you know I saw the thing uh from Flightcast who I follow, and we've done some we've read some of his stuff on here um He said they're not going to be hurting for this, and I understand that I agree they they're not hurting, but you know what their ideas like this will hurt in the long run <laughs> for real, especially if you start telling people, oh, you can't share your password if they're not in the same household as you what
1: have you heard a thing called karma, my
0: friend? Oh, yeah. It's so karmic of them. They're going to be losing more after this. What is this? Oh, good. Eternals is on voodoo now. Good. I can watch Eternals again. Nice plugin. I just saw it. My dad just sent me a text. <laughs> he got the thing. I'm like, oh, good. I like that movie, even though it's goofy as hell sometimes. But, yeah, Netflix is really... Oh, my God. Get these bean counters out of here. That's my thing. This is all this is all bean counter shit. Bean counter ideas are what fuck up everything creatively.
1: I don't like beans.
0: <laughs> beans Mmm <laughs> Beans What the fuck? <laughs> Alright, so yeah so Netflix you know, it's been a fucked up week for them, and it's so sad because we got movies to watch now soon.
1: Oh, and you're gonna fuck up everything, like yeah. Stranger Things, like fifth Season's probably not even going to be on Netflix because of all this bullshit. I hope it.
0: I hope it's it is because that's that's horrible that they would do all this stuff. What when there's and th- another thing about it, they're gonna stop doing all the true crime stuff as well, even though people have been watching them. And that was what killed me. And it I think it's because oh. Tiger King Season 2 didn't did uh, didn't pan out as well as they thought. Like, yeah, no shit. We're not in that part of the pandemic anymore, dummy. <laughs> we're all outside now. Oh, shut up.
1: <laughs> it's, it's like they don't listen to the people who use their company. Yeah. Whoa. But a good, it's like YouTube and Disney all over again.
0: But the good thing about this Witcher season three is up. It's coming out. Can't wait mm. for that. We're so close to the Wild Hunt. So close. Mm, I
1: could smell it in the air and taste it in the air.
0: Oh, I can't taste wait to see, I can't wait to see them in action. I can't wait. All right, so that's it. Netflix needs to quit fucking around. Quit fucking up this stuff. Actually, do some good stuff with your content and whatnot. And. That's beans, like, I say
1: this all the time. Stop being Jewish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're not what <laughs> it really is. Some bean counter shit, though. Quit being bean counters. I'll say it that way. Yeah. And the bean counters are everyone. They can be everyone.
2: You know what
1: they say about beans? Beans, beans, the musical fruit. The more you eat, the more you too.
0: No more beans. Okay, we'll go with that. I'm not gonna press the button. <laughs> All right, before we break, let's talk the Batman. Finally. Mm, this, like,
1: Let me just say this right now. If you like detective movies, you're going to love this
0: film. It's so fucking good. And, you know, I loved it. I've watched it twice now.
1: My brother's seen it three times already.
0: <laughs> I'm almost there. <laughs> My dad's probably seen like four. <laughs> he, he he couldn't get enough of that movie. And I'm, I love it. I love what they did with Riddler. And I saw Richard Newby from Twitter and all that. He said, maybe they're trying to do something with Riddler like what they did in the animated Hush movie. Make it where Riddler is Hush as well. And that made me think, wait... Yeah. So yeah, spoiler alert for everyone: Riddler is fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, Paul Dano did a great job. First
1: crazy, movie, but smart.
0: Yeah, first okay. movie I've seen of Paul Dano's where he didn't get his ass beat. <laughs> right. He <laughs> um, always gets his ass beat. Right. S- not not head cracked open with a fucking bowling pin. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Cut up in Looper. <laughs>
1: I hope this is not like his kink or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: wait, no, I gotta take that back. Uh, Swiss Army Man was another one where he didn't get his ass beat. He was just he was beating his own ass though. <laughs> Trying Do to you mind
1: beating my own ass? <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: So Robert Pattinson, and yeah, I, I was had an open mind about Robert Pattinson when he was announced. I was thinking, oh, you yeah, 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 he'll probably kill it. It's been years since Twilight. He was awesome as Batman. Like
1: I, I knew he was a good actor. Like there was another film he was in after Twilight. It was like something about like elephants or something. Oh,
2: I don't, I
0: don't, I don't know. I it don't was know like the,
1: he was in a circus. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? I
0: think so. I the one I remember after Twilight, after the Twilight series, was Cosmopolis, where that was another Cronenberg one that he did. Mm. Um. That's the one I remember. And then, of course, he's he's done so many movies after like, that.
1: But anyways, if you've seen The Lighthouse, you would know how much of an awesome actor he is. Yeah, Because he's... he can, like, switch it on and off either way. Like, this kid's got a good thing going for him acting-wise. Just no more of these tween movies
0: Shiny vampires. Yeah, that, that's basically what he said. He said I, after Twilight, he said, I'm done with that tweet. Because <laughs> everything he's taken has been uh, either grimy or sophisticated. It's been very, very mixed and match. He was in Tenet last time around. Um, yeah, so he was very good as Batman. He was good as, uh, you know, again, Batman and Bruce Wayne as characters in themselves. He was good as both.
1: Mm-hmm. This
0: is this, is of course. Work.
1: Plan. He can work on his Batman voice a little bit, but other than that, ten out of ten for me.
0: Yeah, it was. It's definitely a ten out of ten movie. Um, the thing that really got me was this. This is year two of Batman, basically, and I really? love that it was year two because there's so much stuff. His car, we know, is not the final product. It's gonna be the big ass, tank, yeah, the Speedy Tank. That we see that we've seen before, and I can't wait to see. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think Matt Reeves is gonna go that far with it, but it's definitely a start. That thing is a freaking beast. Uh, Colin Farrell as Penguin. I thought, hey, you know what? He, done, he didn't need that much makeup and all that. But then you see him, it was fucking perfect. <laughs> it was almost. It was almost Gandolfini esque. Almost. Almost.
1: Cause and and the song. Something in the way like fits perfectly with the scenes that it was like in, like, yeah, how it just slowly, slowly started to gang up more with sound and music. I was like,
2: yes,
0: yeah, it's Man. it's good,
1: would be proud,
0: yeah, it's very good. And I and I caught the little thing the second time around, first time it's played is after he was beating the shit out of all those guys. He's looking Mm -hmm. at the whole night and all that through those lenses, which was a nice little touch. Um, And then the last time is at the near end of it, where he realizes, I can't just be the vengeful dark knight. I have to be something that these people look up to. And that was... Well, it was was was
1: more scenes than two. It was more like five. I counted, bro.
0: Oh, shit. Man, I only saw... I only caught, like... I only got the begin like that part where they played it and then at the end. But it was so good. There was so much symbolism, especially when he, you know, did did what he did in that whole arena. And he just, it was like he really, when he fought those guys that were dressed as Riddler,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he was, he, as soon as he heard one of the guys go, I'm vengeance, he thought to himself, what? That's my line. Yeah, he, it, that did not sit well for him <laughs> at all. He goes, "I gotta be something else."
1: Spoilers, uh, by the way, people. Spoilers. Yeah.
0: yeah, he's he basically, I gotta be something else than the Vengeance. Now <laughs> this dude tried to kill me. <laughs> and uh, Zoe Kravitz was very good as Catwoman. She was she captured a lot of Selena Kyle's mannerisms in this. It was very very cool how she handled it. Now,
1: what was your thoughts on the Batman suit itself?
0: Well, the Bat suit itself, as soon as I saw in the the very first trailer from Fandome when the bullets were bouncing off, I was thinking, "Oh shit, he actually has armor on." Like
1: I like it. I, it's just I don't know. If, maybe it's because of the way Robert Pattinson's head shaped or something. But like. The head part just seems off
0: to me. Yeah, you know what it is? And I saw someone do the actual edit of it. It's kind of like Adam West's Bat Cal. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's not,
3: I was like, wait,
1: hey, this is like Adam West kind of shit.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like his, except, you know, super pointy ears. Yeah. And it was, there was so much to it. It really showed that those guys that he beat the shit off that has to be Joker's crew. It has to be. They're wandering aimlessly knocking people out. Yeah, they're waiting for that, Joker.
1: <laughs> those, yeah, those are the only people, like like villains, like, I don't know what you would call those kind of people. Henchmen. Yeah, henchmen. Like, those are the only henchmen that wear, like, painted faces, like yeah. Joker's henchmen. Yeah. Nobody else, just Joker's.
0: And I, I did catch a little thing when it came to those guys that were attacking the, the bank. The, you know, they were just mm. breaking in the bank, just burning it down. Those are Anarchy's guys, too. <laughs> Those are Anarchy's yeah. guys. I'm like, oh, wow, Anarchy's in here somehow.
1: <laughs> or how about, like, when uh, Batman first started and they showed, like, the symbol and they you saw that guy with the green mask thing? <laughs> he was like, oh,
0: fuck. And they looked in the alley, like, oh <laughs> And they almost he got
1: <laughs>
2: hit. <laughs> oh, <words. laughs>
0: that, was, that really set up how vicious Batman was. The year mm-hmm. prior, that they're all thinking, "Oh, oh shit, he's he's out here somewhere." <laughs> I, I'm gonna go return this now. <laughs> and I'm gonna
3: have like to pay for this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, here, here's your money back. I, I just saw the light. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <Here's> more money. <laughs> that was the. That was so funny. And even Anarchy's guys were just like, oh, shit, let's go. Go, go, go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Run, run. Fuck the pink hand.
1: <laughs> run. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: were just, it was so perfect with that movie. And I just caught something on Twitter. Someone actually said this movie was made to really answer the thing that we always see on Twitter. Where they're like, oh, Bruce Wayne should just use all his money. Look what Thomas Wayne tried to do in the movie. <laughs> That renewal fund, yeah, was not doing anything at all. So if he no. did, so if Bruce used any of the money like that, someone was going to get the cut of it. They are going to kill his ass off too. <laughs> Just for and
1: plus, if he like spent all that money, that kind of ruins his identity of Batman too.
0: Yeah, and that that was the funniest. That was the funniest thing. And someone else said that uh, it also caught that. Bruce in this version, at least he's still, he's suffering from some mental illness, basically PTSD and all that, and you can see it because he is just stuck in that subway, looking at that monitor all the damn time, if he's not out there beating the shit out of people.
1: I like, like, the funeral scene. I'm pretty that sure was, everybody's seen it, they've shown it on YouTube and all that stuff. That was so The beautiful. funeral scene. Like you could tell, the kid and him had a connection over a loss.
0: Yeah, that was the, that was so freaking. It was that was um an amazing scene, especially. With and Hitler.
1: I'm thinking that kid's gonna be Robin.
0: Maybe you never know. Uh, I'm I'm very inclined to think if that if the if Richard's theory is not correct and we do see Hush and we do see Thomas Elliot, I'm inclined to think Thomas Elliot will be a threat in Number Two. Along with the Court of Elves. Like, they could have it where Batman gets Hush before anything happens, and it leads into the Court of Elves. And then we see him working on Joker's face.
1: But here's the thing me and my brother were talking about this for, like, the next two films. The second one, I think it's going to be partly, like, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. And, like, it's going to mostly. Like, be focused on, like, how Batman can read other criminals, you know? Like, and Joker's going to help him in a way. Yeah, profiling, and yeah. Then, yeah, and then the third one is going to be, like, the big match, you know? Yeah. No I, hold barred kind of deal. Yeah,
0: I think that that might be it, too. Like, I could see, like, this is why I think they should use, use Thomas Elliot, at least, because we've seen what Joker looks like. People have done edits. They've connected the dots he looks fucking gruesome <laughs> that deleted scene was freaking great and we've kept we kept quiet about that so well <laughs> that deleted scene was so great to actually see the dots connected he's super gruesome and the thing about it is i wonder if matt reeves might dial it back when it comes to how joker looks to where it's almost nicholson like because you could definitely tell it's it could be like that as well, especially if you use Thomas Elliott where he's you know, fixes his face a little.
1: Honestly, I think this joker that they showed, remember when the joker from Jo the last joke or whatever, the that killing, cartoon movie? The
0: killing joke, yeah.
1: Yeah. Remember where he first started with his wife in that condo and they didn't have money for the kid, so he went to a boss crime boss and he's like here wear this and wear that we'll call you red cape
0: The Red hook, and he falls
1: yeah. into that like chemical stuff yeah. i think that's the joker that we saw yeah. and he's gonna form into the joker
0: yeah well that might be it too yeah and i think that could be the the thing about it because he's already in arkham he probably mm-hmm. got caught some people are theorizing he's probably a serial killer and all that after the fact can, mm-hmm. And and oh man, there's so much they can do with Barry as uh, as Joker. Barry Keegan is very good as as him. And I again, I still I still want <laughs> a lot of things. I know it ain't gonna happen, <laughs> but I would love to see because again, this is multiverse stuff. They yeah. can still do. They can still do Ben's. They can still do Ben's. We can still see Jared as his Joker as well. There's so mm-hmm. much that can be done. It would be cool to see them actually merge, even though I know that's not what Matt Reeves wants at all. It would be cool to see Barry and Jared on the same screen together as both versions of Joker. That would be freaking crazy.
1: And that be, would be like a comedy moment, though.
0: Yeah, and and it would be ama- It would be even more amazing, and you know, if this is if he if Heath hadn't passed, to have all three of them, you know, some three Joker stuff, but sort of like stuff.
1: what they did with the Spider Man shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's been several episodes of several Batman series where there's like multiverse stuff going on when it comes to Joker and Batman. So it, it, they could definitely do it if they wanted to. But you know, that was one thing I—I I think the second time around, I was just visualizing. Oh yeah, Ben would do this. Ben would do that. Yeah, this would be good with Ben as well. <laughs> that was—I was—that was my main thought the second time around. But then I thought, yeah, his would be cool too. <laughs> Let's just tap this for Robert.
1: <laughs> I'm just I'm just glad that they're doing the dark side of Batman. Like we all wanted to see the dark side of Batman because his whole life was a dark story.
0: Yeah, and that that was one thing that uh, Chris Nolan Chris Nolan tried to do it, but it still stayed kind of in the light. This yeah. this it was long Halloween meets Batman Ego with a lot of lot of seven undertones. And I, I loved it for that. It was very, very good. But
1: honestly, if they do like a Batman on Halloween, they got to do it with the Scarecrow.
0: Oh, yes, yes. I would love to see that. They need to do more. I There's so many characters. I heard a lot of people say, oh, Mr. Freeze should be in it. And I was thinking, this, uh, maybe. We did see a couple of things that Riddler did to a lot of the people. The mm-hmm. Saw-style, <laughs> Saw-style traps. Oh, my God. And I saw the rat the rat cage thing. I was thinking, oh, shit. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, shit. It's that kind of torture thing. <laughs> I know exactly there, what, what it
1: was. Was there a villain named Rat King in the Batman universe or no? Mm-hmm.
0: Rat Catcher. Rat Catcher, okay. Yeah. And then, you know, we saw that in Suicide Squad. His daughter is Rat Catcher, too. Yeah. Um, God, I wish we had a figure of her. I, that was set on my Suicide Squad line perfectly. But, yeah, that's so- basically... See,
1: sorry, I got
0: a cat trauma. See. <laughs> I see. I think that's basically it for the Batman. It's there's so much with it. I'm definitely gonna rewatch it again. And there was so much. Uh, Andy Circus was great as Alfred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was sorry. <laughs> he, he was he was uh, Andy Serkis was great as Alfred. That was one cool thing. And they didn't really focus on Alfred like that. He was there to tell me hey, you got to do this, you got to do that your father didn't yeah. do this it was it was cool seeing that whole thing and it was nice what bruce wayne said to alfred after what happened happened
1: it really sort of like helped me have closure with his butler and him you know like yeah, yeah he was a, like father figure to
0: him you know yeah he, what he said was it was so good he said he said, I, I was scared for the first time because, and it wasn't, he said, it wasn't me dying. I'm okay with dying. It's losing someone else that I care for. I don't want to do, deal with that ever again. Mm-hmm. And and now think about it. I'm like, yeah, wait till you ever do the end game thing. <laughs> well, Someone's losing a hand.
1: <laughs> and they're lucky it's just a hand.
0: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Alright, let's see. Oh wow, we have a lot more to do, but I think I get off my phone. <laughs> <laughs> just the canceling and you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, I think it's break time. We got it's more. break time.
3: That means it's smoking time. <laughs> smoking time. So we're gonna
0: play this all rights reserved to Robert Meyer Burnett. This is his thing. It's called the Genius of David Cronenberg. And crimes of the future. We again we t- looked at crimes of the future real quick. So consider this like a special thing having this video on. <laughs> That's only the way only way we'll get Robert Marburnette on here somehow.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Full screen. Go there, go there, go there. Mute mode. We will Hi, be a little. I, I see you. Alright. Alright, so this is mute time. Muting. And let me do this real quick before I play. Do, we, do I have one? I think gonna do it. Alright, let's just do this. Why did this go full screen? Alright, three, two, one. Observations Robert I will be and right One at. of my
3: favorite directors of all time. Mr. David Cronenberg. He's never really bowed to convention. He's never really been, let's just say commercial consideration has never been one of his strong suits. God bless him. Now, I first came to see a David Cronenberg movie in 1980, and it was, believe it or not, I went and saw Motel Hell. I was 13. A friend of mine took me, guy named Bud, Bud Warner, and we went and saw Motel Hell. It takes all kinds of Critters to make Farmer Vincent's Fritters. If you haven't seen it, it's a hoot. Um, So I was going to see Motel Hell. it was a double bill. And the double bill, the second uh, movie, was David Cronenberg's first feature film from 1975, Shivers, or as we knew it here in the United States, They Came From Within. Now Motel Hell was fun. You know, it was on the cover of Fangoria in the first 10 issues, I think it was issue nine. It was on the cover of issue nine of Fangoria. So I was really looking forward to it. You know, it, it, it had a lot of gore, violence, people getting cut up with chainsaws, it had Grossman from Chips. You know, it's like, come on, man, who doesn't want to see this? So I went and saw it and it was fun. You know, I liked it, Rory Calhoun, it was good. But it wasn't They Came From Within. They Came From Within was one of those shocking moments. So if you haven't seen They Came From Within, AKA the original title, Shivers, basically it's set in at Star, Starliner Island which um, is a a luxury condo development where they have these condos like the, the one-stop shop there's a grocery store there there's a healthcare care store a health club and there's doctors everything you need in this environment in the in these con in this high-rise condo development and and it, it was it was vaguely future futuristic but you know, back in the 70s, along with shopping malls, there were these kinds of things happening. So, um, and in this, you know, there's all kinds of shenanigans. People are involved with one another, as they, they are want to do. Um, there is a doctor who's been having an affair with a young girl. And the movie opens, <laughs> this movie opens. There's a dead girl on, on a table, and this, this roly-poly doctor takes a surgical knife, and cuts her open, just cuts her open. And you see that, you don't see what's inside, but you see blood coming down from her. And then he starts dripping acid into the wound. And, you know, she's she's young, newbile, she's kind of small-breasted, and it just, the whole thing just looked wrong to me, <laughs> even though oh so right, but it was wrong. And I'm 13 years old, and I'm, I'm both, uh, uh, turned on and and com- feeling complete revulsion. And this is the opening scene of the movie. I'm like, what the, what is going on? Because I did not know anything about David Cronenberg. I did not know what his movies were about. Um, and so what it turns out, what's happening here is this doctor has created what he thought was a, uh, uh, it, they look like writhing penises, disembodied penises. He's created a parasite that is supposed to go into the human body and replace diseased organs and he's been doing experiments <laughs> on non people that he knows in this apartment complex Or, and um what ends up happening is of course these parasites don't do exactly what they're supposed to do they get into your body through whatever orifice they can use they get in and they start basically turning you into these hyper erotic completely sexualized versions of yourself. And so imagine instead of turning into zombies you turn into these love machines. And so it's like this this venereal disease slash erotic outbreak of whatever, a, a pandemic of weaponized or 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 monstrous eroticism, I don't know what you'd call it, but these things are I mean, the sexual imagery is obvious, and but it's disgusting, too. I mean, they go into the people, people transfer them through kissing. One, the great Barbara Steele, if you're a fan of the Mario Bava movie, Mask of the Demon, aka Black Sunday, uh, she's in a movie. One enters her uh, her body for her J. And it's, I mean, this movie blew my mind at 13. And I'm like, oh my God. And it, it it gave me such a. Uh, I was just. The thing about it was, is it was played very straight. It almost has a. It's got a very simple style, like almost documentary style, and it's incredibly low budget. But the creature, the creatures, were great. I think they were Tom Tom Berman and Tom Berman did the creatures. And I'm watching this man, and it was really mind blowing. Because at 13, I had been reading a lot of wholly inappropriate books. I've been reading the uh, Graham Masterton, who wrote The Manitou, but his books were British author, very sexually charged. Same with James Herbert's early books, like The Rats and The Fog and The Dark. I was reading really horrific stuff that my parents probably would have taken away from me if they had any idea what the contents was like. But this move this movie they came from within, was was like like reading one of these forbidden novels. And instead of just reading about it, I mean, they were showing this stuff. And there were some really, really great prosthetic, like, bladder effects when you'd see these things. Uh, I mean, really, really, really incredible stuff. Um, and I, I was just, my mind was blown. So I instantly became a David Cronenberg fan, not knowing that they came from within. After they came from within, he made Rabid. He made... The Brood, and he also made a car racing movie called Fast Company, which I didn't know about um, until later. And then he had a new movie coming out soon called Scanners that a lot of you have seen that has elements of that. But it was some more science fiction about telepaths that were created based on a pharmaceutical company. And if, you've, if you haven't seen Scanners, it has, in my mind, perhaps the greatest head explosion scene in any movie ever. Yes. Still, to this day, this unparalleled. But so when Scanners opened, we got like 13, I want to say maybe I was 14 because it was like, I think 81. And at the Coliseum Theater in downtown Seattle, they were having a little Cronenberg film festival before Scanners started. So they showed, they came from within, they showed Rabid, they showed the Brood, and then they were showing Scanners. And I'm like, oh my God. So I got my little crew together, my friends, like. Jennifer, I believe Jennifer Epstein, Mark Elfendahl, a bunch of us, maybe Mike Schurz was there, I'm not sure. And um, I, uh, I, we all go down. You know, we're like 13, 14, totally. All these movies are R-rated. And that was the first time, like, I went down a line. I'm like, excuse me. Excuse me, sir, or excuse me, ma'am. Might you take my friends and I in this movie with you? Because, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I needed to see these movies. And I had told I told Mark, especially Mark Elfendahl, I go, he was like, is there gonna be splatter in these movies? I'm like, oh yeah, dude, there's a lot of splatter. And uh, so we went and saw them. And, and watching this infusion, now what was really interesting to me about Cronenberg is like The Brood, which is one of my favorite horror films of all time, is really about the destruction of the family. It's about the what 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 divorce does to a person. That's the underlying meaning, but what it had overtly was Oliver Reed plays a doctor named Doctor Hal Raglan, and he has come up with this idea of this therapy idea called Psychoplasmics, which is another thing. David Kronberg always came up with these fucking awesome uh, sci-fi concepts. And so the idea of Psychoplasmics is that you take whatever problems that you have. Like, imagine if you're in therapy and you're trying to get over whatever trauma you're trying to get over, or whatever hurt, or rage or anger whatever your problem is psychoplasmics allows you to get rid of that by externalizing it on your body like in the form of cancerous boils or whatever that can be lanced i mean it is it is disgusting now i don't want to ruin it criterion put the brood out on on disc you haven't seen if you haven't seen the brood that's kind of the setup And then Rabid is about Marilyn Chambers, the famous porn star who was in Behind the Green Door. Uh, She plays a woman who's in a motorcycle accident and she goes to a, a plastic surgery clinic and they fix her up. And as a result of the surgery, she has this like parasitic stinger that comes out from under her arm and she is compelled to sting people and drink their blood. And the people, her victims, then turn rabid like like, frothing at the mouth and attacking people in the city streets. I mean, this shit is dope. So, I mean, i And then, of course, Cronenberg went on to do an adaptation of Stephen King's The Dead Zone. He had his greatest commercial success in 1986, the summer of 86, with The Fly, with Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis. And then he went on to make, I think, his masterpiece. Of course, he made Videodrome, the famous Videodrome. He made Dead Ringers, which I think is his best movie. And then... He started to move away from what I would call his body horror movies, and he made things like Eastern Promises and The History of Violence. His last movie he made was Map to the Stars, um, and I forgive him. All I, I forgive David Cronenberg for appearing in Star Trek: Discovery. He's always get past for me. Probably the best thing in the show, but he is in Star Trek: Discovery. He's been an actor. He was in Clive Barker's Nightbreed. He was in John Landis's Into the Night. Um, he was in a great Nightbreed, one of my favorite I think it was movies called. There's a great Canadian End of the World movie that's that was directed by Don McKellar. Kind of I forget what it's called, like Last Night or something. Um, mm-hmm. Although I don't think that's... Maybe it is Last Night. And he's like a telephone operator who wants to... Or a power company uh, a, a person that's calling every, all the customers like, going, well, thank you for being a customer before the world ends. But I, I'm just a huge fan of David Kronberg. He's an auteur uh, who I will go see anything that he makes, whether I love it or not. Like He made an adaptation of M. Butterfly which I think is good but not great. Um, in 1996, of course, his very, very controversial movie, Crash, came out, which is an adaptation of uh, J.G. Ballard's novel, Crash. Interestingly enough, Ballard wrote a book called High Rise that Ben Wheatley adapted with, um, with uh, uh, you know, Loki, um, Tom Middleston, that's very similar in a way to They Came From Within. So if you haven't seen High Rise, I think it's airing on HBO Max now, you've got to check out High Rise. As a matter of fact, if you can, go watch a Shivers high-rise double feature. (laughs) Tell them when they're over, say, Uncle Bob told me to watch this. (laughs) But anyway, so when I went, when I got to USC in 1988, um, I went, I did not know that there was a cinema library yet. The first place that I went to when I was on campus was the Norris, uh, that was the theater, the Doheny Library, which is this grand it's exactly what I wanted a college library to be. The first college I was at was the Evergreen State College. And it had a pretty cool library, but not like the Doheny Library. And I found in the Doheny Library a bunch of um, uh, screenplays. You could check out screenplays. And I found David Cronenberg's version of Total Recall. No right. shit. Paul Verhoeven's Total Recall. He was gonna do a, a version of Total Recall earlier. And he wanted like Richard, if memory serves, I think it was Richard Dreyfus. Who he wanted to star in it because he didn't want you, 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 kept, you couldn't have known that the main character was, was, um, was ever a secret agent. The whole point was that you, you wouldn't know. I mean, the funny thing about Total Recall, the movie, as much as I like Verhoeven's version, it's a lot of fun. When Arnold Schwarzenegger is revealed as being a secret agent, it's like, well, of course he is. <laughs> Why wouldn't he be? <laughs> so, um, but anyway, this has been a very long preamble leading up to when I was a script reader in the mid-90s, I want to say when I was working, I was either working at CAA or somebody gave it to me later. I don't remember the circumstances how I acquired this script, but I got a copy of David Cronenberg's Crimes of the Future. Yes. He wrote this pre-existence and existence was the last holy original script Cronenberg had written that I consider existence kind of the end of his body horror period but Cronenberg has always been fascinated I think the reason I'm so fascinated by him is because in his mind the body horror genre is that we are beings of intellect and spirit and and rationality and yet we're in these meat sacks that are betraying us from the time we're born because they're getting older and they're going to eventually die. But also during our journey through life, these bodies, not only do they crave things, whether it's excitement, whether it's sex, whether it's food, you know, all these things that our bodies need. And at any one time, they can revolt against us, whether it's through diseases, whether it's through decrepitude. Take your pick. Whatever we are as beings, will be betrayed at some point of ultimately through death, through old age, by our bodies. And yet, Cronenberg is sort of, was obsessed with his body horror, what's happening with our bodies and how they always affect our minds as people. And I found that particular notion fascinating. And I think the greatest example of it obviously is the fly. You know, what happened, um, what, what happened um, uh, uh, was extreme, but it was horrifying at the same time. And I think that was the ultimate example of, of what all of that, what, what is, for the, for the masses, for the mainstream, The Fly is probably the most mainstream movie, mainstream horror film Cronenberg ever made. Well, anyway, so Crimes of the Future, he'd made two basically long form student films. He'd made stereo and he'd made another movie called Crimes of the Future. And they're very interesting, you can find them, they're on various releases of Cronenberg's movies, Criterion put it out on the Dead Ringers, Laserdisc back uh, in the day, you could watch those movies. But so Crimes of the Future had no uh, bearing on his original movie. So I read this script back in the late 90s and I met Cronenberg, I, I, thought I, I thought I met him at, it was a screening of Crash and talked to him about Crimes of the Future and he was very upset that I had read with me. He was upset that I had read this script. I'm like, dude, this script, Crimes of the Future, is the culmination of all of your body horror movies. Take, they came from within. Take Rabid. Take The Brood. Take Videodrome. Take Scanners. Take The Fly. Take Crash. All of those things are the existence reach their zenith in this script, Crimes of the Future. Now, I I've wanted to see this movie for 25 years. Or whenever I read it, I think it was twenty five so years.
0: So for Crimes of Future now.
3: Last year, I could not believe it was announced that David Cronenberg was making Crimes of the Motherfucking Future. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I'm like, and he was shooting in Greece, and I, I was like, wow, because this script is absolutely bananas. Now I want to read. I want to read you guys um, an article. This this article is from IndieWire. And it was, I missed this, I don't know how I missed this. Uh, it's from December 21st of 2021. Kristen Stewart and David Cronenberg, uh, this is by Ryan uh, Latanzio. Lutanzio. Uh, Kristen Stewart and David Cronenberg tease crimes of the future set in a world with no pain. David Cronenberg has not wanted for work these last few years with recurring roles in TV Star Trek Discovery, Slasher and Alias Grace, and a few short films in the can but he hasn't directed a feature since 2014's Map to the Stars won Julianne Moore for Best Actress, the prize it can. He's finally back behind the camera for Crimes of the Future, a speculative science fiction film with a stacked cast, including Kristen Stewart, Viggo Mortensen, Leah Seydoux, Scott Speedman, Welkett Mungu, Don McKellar, and Lehi Kornowski, the film shot in Greece earlier this year. As revealed in a new interview with Document via the film stage, Cronenberg is recently in the edit on Crimes of the Future and working closely with Kristen Stewart, whom he crossed interviews for the piece uh, on the post-production. If all goes well, this should show up at Cannes next year, meaning Cannes in May next month. Quote, he says, I wrote the script 20 years ago, so it was almost like a script that somebody else wrote, except for some of the roles that I cast in Athens with Greek actors, I had never heard any of the dialogue spoken before. So to hear Kristen start to speak the lines of his character was a shock, I was like, Oh my God, this is a living creature out of control in the sense that it has its life and it's coming to life right in front of me. He continued, I've been spending time with Kristen every day but in the editing room. It's a weirdly intimate relationship because you become so sensitized as a director to every hesitation, every body movement, every vocal inflection, so you have this strange relationship with an actor who doesn't know that you're doing that. Meanwhile, in an earlier interview with Screen Daily, hot on the awards trail for her role as Princess Diana and Spencer, Stewart offered more insight into the particulars of the movie, and it sounds like the stuff of classic Cronenberg. It's set in a world where people have evolved to a point where we don't feel physical pain, Stewart said. Sex has changed quite a bit, and the new art form is growing organs. Vigo Mortensen is a famous performance artist. Leah Seydoux is his partner who tattoos these organs and displays them. Tattoos? My character becomes enamored with Vigo's artist. Here, Neon, who's releasing the movie here in this in, in, in the States, here's Neon's synopsis of Crimes of the Future. Taking a deep dive into the not-so-distant future where humankind is learning to adapt to its synthetic surroundings, this evolution moves humans beyond their natural state and into a metamorphosis, altering their biological makeup. While some embrace the limitless potential of transhumanism, others attempt to police it. Either way, Accelerated Evolution Syndrome is spreading fast. Saul Tenzer is a beloved performance artist who has embraced Accelerated Evolution Syndrome, sprouting new and unexpected organs in his body. All
0: right. The rest of the video is on Robert Meyer Burnett's channel. We are back for this. I hope everyone liked it. I don't think we can play all of it, but... Uh, that's Robert Meyer Burnett on uh, observations. also the post-geek singularity. Check out the video. It's called The Genius of David Cronenberg in Crimes of the Future. Very good video. Robert is a very cool guy. And we've played his stuff before, so let's get back to it. We are live once more. Where's Eric? Erk! All right, so we're back. Uh, definitely check out the thing. That's for the live view, by the way. Uh, the pa- the episode will be on our page. We got more stuff for you all. Let's see. Waiting for Eric to come back. Sh- should I do the Rose Dawson thing? Come back! Come back! Blow a whistle. <laughs> all right. So I guess we're just gonna sit here and just stare at each other, huh? Uh, no let's see uh we're gonna be talking about this real quick I and I gotta pull up the match list for it into our wrestling thing of course the forbidden door is open once more at aew where, where the hold on one minute all right do this little message real quick So, Forbidden Door, yes, I got to pull up the match list. Let's see. I think that... I think that pay-per-view is next Sunday to start May. Let's see. All righty it's a good thing I didn't play it all the way through because I don't know if we can actually play it all the way through
1: well maybe he'll notice us now
0: yeah notice us rob notice us <laughs> uh, just just <laughs> Do it do, like Onyx and Fortuus. Notice me, senpai. Notice me. <laughs> Notice me. Uh, he's very, very good about on a lot of that stuff. Just because he brought up the brood and Videodrome, I put the Criterion copies in my wish list on Amazon. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's on Criterion? Oh, that's nice.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, all right, so Forbidden Door of AEW. It's open. NJPW versus AEW. What do we know? It will be a wrestling dream pay per view. Mm -hmm. See, I'm trying to find the actual wrestling list to see who's going to
1: be You got Adam Cole versus. I, I, I really don't know the names in New Japan Wrestling. Some of it's hard to say. So I don't want to botch their names and all that because they deserve the respect as any other legend here in America.
0: Let's see. I'm looking for the list now. See, I'm that much of a weeb. I know how to do the names.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you probably watch
0: anime and <laughs> hentai. <laughs> hentai, really? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <a> fucking... <laughs>
1: if you think about it, it is another category of anime
0: it is what the fuck just happened here i'm looking for the thing and went oh no their website's crashing what the fuck
1: <laughs> yeah because everybody's ordering tickets
0: let's see i'm trying to find the actual thing it's gonna be here in chicago bro is that next sunday oh and no june 26 like- yeah okay well i know hook well no is hook and uh dan doing, happening at a uh the thing no i think
1: it's happening on dark
0: Okay, is it on Dark, or is it going to be on whatever pay-per-view they have coming up? Probably a Dark on a pay-per-view. Hmm, let's see. Where is it? The Forbidden Door. They have, what the fuck? And I know exactly where they're going to be doing it at. It's like right by the, ma- uh, the whatchamacallit, where C2E2 is. It's was. the C2E2. Night Center, bro. Is it? Yeah. Oh, damn. I thought it was going to be at the other one, because they were at the other one last time.
1: You no, know, this is a big event so they need a big stadium for
0: let's see i don't i can't find a thing i know dan housen versus hook is probably going to be something hook I,
1: finally I, talked finally he has a voice
0: <laughs> i love the fact that he fi- he they finally said okay let's have dan housen versus hook cuz dan housen got cleared i guess mhm yeah let's see i don't they don't have the list yet it's because it's so far away. All right, so there's no list yet, but it's on Sunday, June twenty-sixth, here in the great city of Chicago. Yes, at the United Center.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's go. Great.
0: The great. But yeah, so the Forbidden Door. That's NJPW versus AEW. Yeesh. Next is gonna be Impact versus AEW. I wouldn't be surprised for ROH. Yeah, well, ROH is owned by AEW, so it really can't be them.
1: Well, they could do, like, an invasion kind of thing.
0: Well, th- yeah. I saw that uh, Samoa Joe won the championship and got knocked the hell out by uh, Jay Lethal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so that's basically it for now. I know for a fact we're going to see Samoa Joe going against someone. I know it. I can feel it in my bones.
1: I can just hear the chants now.
3: Joe, 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 Joe.
2: Joe's gonna kill you. Joe's (laughs) gonna kill you. Oh, Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Wendy.
0: (laughs) God, I I love that whole angle. (laughs) Best thing in WWE ever.
1: Looks like Daddy's not coming home tonight.
0: He went night-night.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: he said night-night for real. Don't <laughs> no, worry.
1: Really. I'll be your new daddy.
3: <laughs> oh, let's get to gaming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, uh, this was, I think, last week or the week before last. Cyberpunk 2077's expansion, which was supposed to come out this year. It's coming out mm-hmm. next year. I yeah. knew that was happening. Uh, the DLC, though, is coming out, I do believe, July. Don't know. Mm -hmm. It better be free. I'm not about to pay for it again. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have to pay for it again. (laughs) Uh, So that's basically that. I'm hoping the expansion is actually what I wanted, at least. I know I'm I'm keeping an open mind, of course, because, you know, whenever someone wants something and it's not what they wanted, they end up being assholes about it. We've seen it time and time again. Watch, you're going to get what you want, and you're going to be like, you're breathtaking. And they're going to be like, you're
1: breathtaking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so September, let's see. The, the next thing was uh, September 2020 for, 2021. They had a bunch of leaks. Let's see, I have the list. <clears throat> now, this leak list is real. Because a lot of the stuff that was in this list, we've seen already. <laughs> We've seen Kingdom Hearts 4, we looked at Kingdom Hearts 4, that was on the list, there's so many stuff that was on the list that we saw, and uh, so that tells me something, this summer we're probably going to get a first look at, let's see if I can find it, ah yes, we're going to get a first look at Gear 6, Titanfall 3, Bioshock Isolation, and much more, they already announced Tomb Raider, that was on the list as well. Now, how much you want to bet is going to be in gear six? I wouldn't be surprised. They they did do that thing where you can actually choose for him to be in the campaign mode in number five. Right. Yeah, so that was... He was actually fine with it. He was actually fine with it in that. It was funny as hell hearing him say the line that I love. Dude, dude talking shit. He goes, it's Foz, right? He goes, yes, sir. Shut the fuck up, Foz. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best that ones would ever. Be me. That
1: would just be me. <laughs> he,
0: he deserved it too. If you if you ever like watched the actual gameplay, Foz in Five was such a dick. He was such an. He was so just wrong for all the stuff. He just exposing JD Phoenix over all this stuff, and everyone's like, "Oh, we don't we don't mess with him anymore because he's the one that did the orders." And it's was and, he
1: saying he was stupid like our fine president? No.
0: No, no. He okay. the, the way the way he was the way Foz was was uh, he he basically let a lot of shit out because in the story J D had left the the cog in four where mm-hmm. because of what had happened he had basically did this order on these people that were rioting to shoot them all right and he said it was an order they were throwing molotovs I didn't know what to do that was in number five and. The whole thing is, it was him basically paying penance in five because Foz brought it up. And right. Foz was a dick until I think the last part because he hung out with them the whole time during the thing. It was an amazing thing that they did. But he he finally said, you know, I actually like this team. And he's the, he was a cool character too because basically in the cog, even if you're like injured, you're still a soldier dude has an artificial leg and it, it moves normally it's that's how advanced they are he but he says the most douchey thing in front of marcus from 1 2 3 and all that and that's when marcus says the thing he says i was laughing so hard when i first played that part it was i like the new gears trilogy honestly i can't wait for gear 6 um but like,
1: i wasn't like a big fan of gears But I do like their...
0: Oh, yeah. And the thing that made me a fan of this was this big monster right there. Fucking the Warden. Mm. That thing, they they had no way to do it. They they said, oh, wait, we have no Berserkers for this whole thing. Everyone forgot about the Berserkers. Let's put the Warden in. And it's basically, there's only one spot to shoot at that's soft, and that's the head. (laughs) And that fucker wears a helmet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> He's just walking around smashing people with these damn maces. Such a cool. So you gotta guy. aim
1: for the crevice in the helmet.
0: You gotta aim for the helmet, like bounce the helmet off, and then hit him in the head. Uh, and it okay. takes a whole, I'll... it takes a whole clip to take the head off. So
1: if I ever made a game, it would be the most
0: complicated game. <laughs> you would, you would want to sue me for how complicated it is. <laughs> I could see you working for From Software for that. <laughs> This is the Souls game of Souls games.
1: (laughs) Instead of hitting the helmet and losing health, you got to hit where the eyes are.
0: (laughs) But the other one I'm looking forward to, because, you know, I'm a big Bioshock fan. Bioshock, Mm. I've heard, like, they already said it Bioshock Isolation. I don't know anything about it. It was, they already patented the name, I guess. And mm-hmm. that's amazing in itself. Isolation. I don't know what that,
1: what well, that entails. The story yeah. of that girl in part three, like, it, they need to continue that story because it got me confused at the end.
0: Yeah, it was very confusing, especially with, uh, what was it Burial at Sea? I guess that was a, uh, another like story in itself where they said, okay, let's go back to Rapture before Rapture got nuts. But I don't know mm-hmm. about Isolation. I wonder what it's about. I can't wait to see it. It's, you know, this is all stuff that will probably be coming out in a I couple of months.
1: I, I know for a fact it's going to have to do with something with, like, the company of, like, Big Brother or whatever, or however it is. It's going to be an abandoned thing. And you're probably going to have to find an abandoned Big Brother and try to reconnect them somehow.
0: Yeah. Um, I know for a fact... I, th- I I think they were still doing System Shock too as a remaster. I'm not sure though. That was another yeah. one that was that was from the original group that did Bioshock before. They that was uh they were supposed to do three but then it just turned into Bioshock for its software and two K yeah. not ID software, two K. And
1: yeah. uh it's pretty much the same thing.
0: Oh yeah. Uh and System Shock was I saw the remaster, and they basically did what I would love for a lot of people to do, which is the ground-up stuff. You know, remaster Mm. from the ground-up, where it looks great. And it looked good. I'm hoping that's another thing that gets shown, but that's basically... Ah, and uh, this made me happy, because I get to finally play a No More Heroes game. Normal No More Heroes 3, which was Switch exclusive, is no longer exclusive to the Switch. Good. Oh thank God! And that also goes for uh, House of the Dead remake. Good. Finally, and I got to see the play th- playthrough of it. It is gorier than the original. Ooh. It it looks so good, and I can't wait to play. It. I'm not sure which I get it for. PS4 or Xbox? Comes out this week too.
1: I would say PS4 because you can always update the PS4. True.
0: Uh let's see what else on this side. Uh, Sega is rebooting Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio. Cool. But, but I there's a there's a catch to this. Hold on. I heard someone say And,
1: and I I hate to like throw us off a track, but like for remaster games they need a remaster Medal of Honor
0: games. Yes, I actually agree with that. Let's see, I'm trying to find it let's see. Where is it at? I saw it. there was a catch to this. They're trying to make it kinda like Fortnite. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. That's how I was. I looked I I just was went I just went, just just give me the remasters, assholes.
1: Yeah, the, like stop trying to make games for kids who like to lick the screens of their iPads.
0: <laughs> That's the guy from Fortnite! <laughs> Let's see. I'm trying to find uh, ah here a big budget oh. Jet Set Radio game. Let's see. This is from Kotaku. I'm gonna read it. Okay, Sega developing new big budget Jet Set Radio and Crazy Taxi games. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Let's
0: see. Bloomberg is now reporting that the first two of those big budget Jet Set Radio and Crazy Taxi boots. All right. So they're they're basically coming out with all their old stuff but better. Let's see. Okay, nothing but... Ah, the Bloomberg report... Oh, no, an ad. Damn it. (laughs) Oh, no, it was a picture. Never mind. Uh,
1: That's America.
0: (laughs) They need it, too, though. It's Kotaku. (laughs) Uh, Bloomberg report states that Sega is looking at the Fortnite business model for both titles, aiming to develop recurring revenue sources and build online communities. Okay, I can see that.
1: Like, they're gonna, like, copy, like, the character, not like the characters, but like the images of the characters and the movement of the characters, but like, different, change them in their own ways for online gaming?
0: Different skins, different types of spray paints, all that kind of stuff. Okay, I can see that. Different skins, different types of taxis for Crazy Taxi. I, I, that's, shit, that's actually pretty good, because they could do so much with it. Jet Set Radio with the main character from... uh Vanquish, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> Crazy Taxi with a uh, bayonetta, <laughs> that'd be funnier than shit.
1: <laughs> Crazy Taxi with Roger the Rabbit.
0: <laughs> and it's the actual, it's the actual taxi from Old Frank Roger Rabbit. I can see that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that'd be great. That's actually that's actually a better character. That's a better model than uh, than what actual Fortnite would be. I can see yeah. that because i see that that was one thing about fortnite that was appealing kind of having kratos as a skin moon knight as a skin right now yeah. having master chief as a skin just remember for the kids listening some of those characters are from other things yeah <laughs> master chief is from halo
1: <laughs> i remember i i remember they had characters from fast and furious i believe
2: uh did they I I know I
1: know. I know they did like characters from like serious movies, like adult movies, not like X, triple X movies. I'm talking about like Terminator. Or, yeah, they you did.
0: Know. They did have Terminator. That was one thing. Uh, Gears did also. They had the they had Rev Nine and Grace from Terminator, Terminator Dark Fate. Uh, let's see what else. That's basically it for that. I'm actually that's actually a good character mod, uh, not character model. A good business model for those type of games, because what else can you do with them?
1: Yeah, they're just pretty much going to waste at that cursed game called Fortnite.
0: <laughs> yeah, just just bite that mod- that business model. That'd be that's fine by me. That that means you can do so much. Could actually, do- and I'm
1: pretty sure the people who made Fortnite wouldn't mind. Like, oh oh, more money. Okay, yeah, sure.
0: Well, yeah, it's their business model. I would definitely patent that business model. That's how. That's how money-grubby I am. Wow. <laughs> just to make that money. <laughs> but uh, I could definitely see that from Jet Set Radio. Mm-hmm. Have the have the same story from it, and then have different characters from different games and different movies <laughs> fighting in that storyline. <laughs> That'd be funny. Does As this shit.
1: mean we're going to have more Sonic games?
0: Of course, you know that's coming. <laughs> I just saw Sonic yeah. Pinball and Sonic Generations 2 or something like that. I gotta go tell Amy. <laughs> oh my goodness.
2: <laughs> I remember
1: Sonic Pinball, though. Yeah, that was my pinball. shit back in the day.
0: Yeah, they remade it, it looks like. I just saw that when I was looking for the thing about Crazy Taxi. Alright, so this one actually kind of irked me, but I understood the person talking about it. Sony mm-hmm. reportedly plans to put ads in their games.
1: You're, you're joking right
0: this was reported by The Verge but I, I don't it, it's also from The in, Insider uh, yeah. here let's see Sony is and and Microsoft is probably going to jump on this too uh, Sony is reportedly working to bring advertisements to free to play oh free to play oh fuck out of here then that's fine
1: oh yeah I, I thought it was <laughs> gotcha. doing, like actual games I'm like
0: what the fuck that makes no sense hey, what the hell <laughs> Free to play. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense to make money for those games. All right, right. The ads will appear in games and are meant to give game developers a way to monetize their work and encourage them to continue building free oh. to play games. Oh, they gotta make their money somehow. Okay, that's fine. What the fuck, yeah. I'm about to, I'm about to have a rage you moment. You
1: had me worried there.
0: Yeah, I was worried too. I'm like, what the, f- what hey, ads? No, <laughs> this is anarchy. <laughs> Ads in my God of War, fuck you! <laughs> Boy, where's my ads? Ads in Halo Infinite, I'll kill you. <laughs> oh, that, that was... That, that had me for a minute, because the way this one guy on TikTok had said, because there's a lot of people that report a lot of the game stuff that I pull up on here. He said, we ain't got no one to blame but the casual gamers for this. And I'm thinking to myself, now reading that, we don't have to blame them that much now. <laughs> oh, boy. Almost, almost had, almost had us. Had us in the first half, didn't they? Dude, you had my heart racing, bro. I was about to punch the wall. How do you think I felt? I'm like, I don't want ads in my fucking games. <laughs> right? I don't want ads in Kingdom Heart 4. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you like Donald and Goofy, here's the Disney playoffs. <laughs>
2: Fuck you, Mickey!
0: Chaos and Kingdom Hearts play play Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Like being Cloud, here's a
1: new Final Fantasy game.
0: <laughs> you know where this Moogle's from? Wrong answer. Final Fantasy 15, available now for $20. <laughs>
1: Like playing Rocket League? Watch Fast and Furious 10 coming
0: in theaters near you. Oh, God. You know, they probably would do that for Rocket League.
1: They would. (laughs) They already got the cars in there.
0: Here's your racer, Dom Toretto, family.
1: (laughs) Speaking of family, come see us at TJ Maxx, where we have the best sales ever.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, that's funnier than shit. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Let me see. What else do we got? My job better Thank you. I just plugged my own job. Yeah, you plugged safely. a multi million my raise! You plugged a multi million dollar company. What the hell? <laughs> what am I talking? I'm going to have a plug in here later. What the hell? <laughs> all right. Well, you know, I would do a retrospective of Halo 2, Halo as well, because I played all four games, but Crisis. I played through Crisis last week basically Mm. boy oh boy that thing tried to be the halo killer i swear they did yeah it was they they came close too they were so close and we we, of course we got crisis 4 coming out we saw that we saw the little ass tech demo trailer that they did but i gotta say it's it was good it was good playing all three games i never got to play the first one because it was pc only and I don't do PC games mm-hmm. like that. You're not a true gamer.
2: <laughs> Who the hell are you? We're <laughs> city. <laughs>
0: but uh, Christ, the, the thing about Crisis that really got me—it really, really trusts the player a little too much. Because I was lost between one and two. <laughs> I'm like, "Where's Nomad? Why am I playing as this guy named Alcatraz?" <laughs> Why is profit here? <laughs> and and it, it was it was good though. The whole thing about the uh, Seth was cool. It was very very, uh, very amazing experience, and you could definitely tell there's a lot of care in those games, and that yeah. Cry Engine, man, it should have been the thing for the Xbox One, because you know Crytek did uh, Rise Sha- uh, Shadow of Rome or yeah Shadow of Rome, or Rise, Son of Rome, my God. Dang, God. That was one of the first games I had for life. What the fuck? <laughs> but, I actually liked it. It was very, very good. I can't wait for four. I don't know how they're going to do four because of wait, the events. Rise of, of Rome, are
1: you talking about that game that came out on Xbox One,
0: the yeah. first one? Yeah. That was a good game. It reminded me of Gladiator. Yeah. It was very good, and that was by Crytek, who did uh, Crisis, And... Mm-hmm. I love that the Crisis series was. It's very good. It got a little, got a little upsetting at times. I get got my ass beat so many times. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely. It was,
1: it was like God of War and like Halo, Bloodborne. Oh, mix. you're talking about
0: Rise. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm thinking of a Crisis still because Crisis. It's oh yeah because they had remastered all three of them. And they had promoted number three as oh you're gonna be using a bow and arrow most of the time. I was using guns left and right. Oh. <laughs> they could they could make the stealth thing in there a little better. The whole thing with the nano suits was amazing and the fact that at the end of three, after Prophet does the most master chief thing ever, with this damn orbital satellite cannon, he still survives. <laughs>
1: Of course, you can't kill a hero.
0: Yeah, and the thing about it, the nano suit basically absorbed into his body, so now he is the nano suit even more. <laughs>
1: he is now Nano Man.
0: Exactly, <laughs> it's how it looked. <laughs> but it was it was very cool, and it was weird seeing the jump as well. Mm-hmm. And basically, number two, Prophet ends up possessing Alcatraz because Alcatraz died getting to New York basically <laughs> that was He was just like New York <laughs> ah! <laughs> it, it, it was su- it's such a cool ass game I loved everything about it I definitely it, it is probably each one one was that was them just playing around with everything that gets a, a B from me two that was the that was the best one out of all of them 10 out of 10 because it really felt like it felt like a better battle los angeles game even though it was new york. <laughs> and 3 3 was just to finish things off. 9 out of 10. Yeah. It's it's definitely a, a, an amazing series. I'm shocked that a lot more people don't know that the remaster is out.
1: Cuz there weren't that many fans of it to begin with cuz it was fighting against Halo fans
0: yeah and it, and the first one was PC only and then Crisis 2 came out on PS3 and Xbox and people were like what is this is is this a clone a Halo clone <laughs> and it's actually it's, it's different from Halo because it's the first one is set I think 2015 second one 2022 and boy did that really feel appropriate <laughs> boy oh boy <laughs> Woo. Whoa. I was I was in shock. I'm like, wow, a pandemic during that time. Oh, my. It's like they knew. And number three, it's like it jumped 20 more years. I was like, so Jesus. that's probably going to be us in 20 more years. Yeah, a whole company taking over cities just to keep squid people away from us. Yeah, sounds about right. I wouldn't put it past them. Crisis is the uh, is the blueprint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was it was good. It's overall it's probably a good nine out of nine out of ten game. Can't wait for four. Four is gonna look great on the PS5 and the Series X.
1: Just wait until they start making the movies.
0: Oh boy, and, and they'll still and people will still hate it. I've looked at Halo the series and I'm thinking, okay, some of this is bullshit. Other things are epic about it. It's an okay mm-hmm. show. Everyone else, this is shit! I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> now go
1: in the other room and do whatever you need to do. Not, But not in public, <laughs> bro.
0: Not in public. Take the... Put the, put the rage boner away. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the title of this.
2: <laughs> Master <T>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, I think we're almost at the thing. We already did the Markiplier thing. Okay, so I have been watching a lot of G4. Play. There we go. And, dude, it's. It gets innocuous at times. Or monotonous, I'll say that. It gets monotonous at times. Because it's only like four shows on their channel. Mm hmm. God it's so sad and you know this is my bone to pick with them cuz you know we i went to we we both went to bed for them when it came to that gaming of air, of uh, gamer grievances or whatever airing of gamer grievances damn i'm tired um but g4 needs to get back to its former self i mean x plays great they have a whole backlog of games they got to review <laughs> um uh attack of the show is just fucking out there more so now because they have no limits, and it's been, you know they've had several WWE stars on there. <laughs> I think uh, Xavier's uh, on there most of the time.
1: Of course, because he has his own
0: gaming channel. Yeah, uh, Liv, uh, I think Liv Morgan was on there. Dakota Kai was on there, and so was Ricochet. All three of them showed up for one of the things <laughs> I think they were promoting WrestleMania at that time. <laughs>
1: Now there will be more promoting, uh, WWE 2K22. Probably. And which I may say, like, it's all good except for the online playing.
0: <laughs> I saw. I've seen them, I've seen it all. <laughs> Some of that shit is so wild
1: on there. Oh my god, bro! <laughs> they need to fix their online gaming situation.
0: I'm surprised. I'm tired of
1: like fighting in the middle of a match and like, oh, your, your opponent lost connection.
0: <laughs> oh, that's sad. Well, my thing with g this. Because, you know, and this brings, this comes back to something that Kevin Pereira from uh, Attack of the Show said to one of the other guys on there. That they don't, you know, they, they wanted, the guy loved, icons which is one of the shows that was on g4 before and that was basically a nice spotlight thing for a lot of the developers uh shigeru miyamoto um mm-hmm. the guys that made xbox all that stuff and kevin goes oh yeah we have no money for that so i was thinking to myself wait 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 wait! you do realize patreon and kickstarter exists right
1: yeah there's this thing called patreon yeah how <laughs> if you really get desperate, OnlyFans?
0: <laughs> and and my thing was this: I'm thinking icons could be hosted by uh, Cecil Trackenberg. Good bad flicks. Mm-hmm. That that should be a thing. That honestly should be a thing. Could do each patron episode comes out before it actually airs, and it's different things. Cause he's great on when it comes to like exploring movies and all that. He was doing a great thing with Good Bad Games. And mm-hmm. he would be good for that. Uh, bring back Blister, and I'm gonna toot my own horn. Damn it! B- put us on Blister. We will showcase some good ass games. Blister yes. was Blister only was the shit.
1: But only if the pay is good.
0: Yeah. And Judgment Day, they could bring back Judgment Day. But X plays there for Judgment Day because that's basically what that is. X play and Judgment Day are basically the same thing mm-hmm. when it comes to reviewing stuff. But yeah, there's so much they can do. Cinematech in itself, a lot of people do that already. It's all, all it is just the cutscene stuff. It's trailers for different games, how much yeah. the technology is gone. And you could actually just hire someone that actually does those compilations.
1: Yeah. And
0: they're Cinematech. That's it. And that that's what my thing is. Like, they could actually bring a lot of these shows back. I know. Through Patreon. That's my thing about it.
1: Hell, they even get like. The Jackass series on there if you want. Like around noonish, you could put it on there.
0: Try try yeah. to redo what uh Dun and uh Jessica were trying to do? What was that show? Yes. Try oh, to redo that God. show with a different cat different two different duo I right there.
1: I don't know. Like I don't think it would ever be the same because what Dunn did in that show was just hilarious. It, yeah. he was himself.
0: Yeah. You know? That first episode though. Especially after before, after he died. I was just thinking, yeah. wow. Death just said, hey, you're dying this way. You're <laughs> like, wow. That, 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 the Mario Kart one was like, oh yeah, let's use this type of nitrous. And the whole thing exploded. Mm-hmm. And then he actually died that way, basically. Not with nitrous, but still. Oof. That was fucking just strange as hell. But they could do so much with G4. It's like they're just sticking with attack and x-play and i don't mind that it's just there's more you can do
1: i know and like people are going to get bored of that and like you need new stuff yeah and like not to diss them or anything because they're still somewhat new
0: yeah yeah they're back at it and i would love for to work at g4 especially since it's back now Mm -hmm. like blister would be perfect for us because we could actually promote a lot of different games and again pay gotta be good Mm-hmm. could be working with cecil when it comes to icons bring our little t- two cents into it and you know mm-hmm. we could be actually adding more to it that would be great
1: sure you might have to censor us a lot but <laughs> yeah, yeah. worth, I mean, <laughs> worth <the> penny. yeah
0: <laughs> they could actually i think that's one thing about attack that i do like they actually do do a like a podcast segment because mm-hmm. that, that's what they used to do with G4TV.com, which was basically a podcast segment for their yeah. message board. That was very, That's very good of them to do. And it's, it's again, those are ideas. That's my bone to pick with them. Bring back blister, bring back icons. Hire well, someone I that was, does the...
1: I was ready to get all my guns out. Like, I was at a shootout. Like, oh, you got a bone to pick? I'm right there with you, partner. <laughs> my tell thing, me what happened.
0: My, my <laughs> thing is, hey, br- bring back some of these shows. Like, Patreon exists. Yes. <laughs> you, could be, you could actually do a lot of crowdfunded shows. And, and like,
1: I'm, your fans can, like, connect you to you better that way, and plus fan art's always fun to get.
0: Yeah, and, and that's the greatest thing about it. There's so much that can be done. But yeah, that's my bone to pick with G4. I would definitely love to do Blister, even though i probably freeze up a little with the first episode. <laughs> and
1: you know, the, 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 i have to like be right there by you just to slap across
0: the face, be like, hey, we're doing a show. Let's go. Get out, fool! Wake up! That's where you coming! Be like early early days, Bubble Ray Dudley. And then and, 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 and this game!
1: <laughs> go make it go... Beat your ass like Bamard (laughs) with (laughs) Phil. just not in the face like
0: just not in the face like in high school.
1: (laughs) Hey, hey! I was just acting. I got overreacted. I'm sorry, your face got
0: hit by my (laughs) fist. I I turned the wrong way. I think that's why. I I know. Oh, oh, shit! I
1: felt bad for a whole fucking month. So. Don't guilt trip me on that.
0: Hey, it, it wasn't that bad, though, because the next day I'm just like, oh, it's a little sore. That's okay.
1: <laughs> I was waiting for your like mom and dad to come over to my house and whoop my ass or something.
0: Like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, and I made sure, like, no, no, it was an action. It was an action. We were fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're at the end of the show. Man, we got to start doing more music stuff early on, but, boy, mm-hmm. is it... it's Jesus, two and a half hours. We did pretty good. It's yeah. going to be a fun one. Uh, review time for music. It was, mm-hmm. good, it was a good two weeks of music. I got Masterpiece on my iPod. That song is so fucking good. Right? Uh, Motionless and white song, Masterpiece. Very, very good song from the new album coming out this June.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And this song, he, Chris knows how to do one of those songs where it's just like, I, where, where basically the character, the person that he's talking about is dealing with a lot of stuff. He knows yes. how to do those songs very well. Another Life is another good one. This is up there with it. This is like a sequel to Another Life, basically.
1: Yeah. Bro, I told you this before. This guy is like the new Marilyn Manson.
0: Yeah, but better. <laughs> yeah.
1: Without uh, situations. Yeah,
0: without these situations, mm. he's better. <laughs> and he's more down to earth, too, if you look at the interviews. Mm-hmm. He's super down to earth. He's not like, oh, you know, this is the thing. And he's just like, oh, yeah, I just made that song. It was a wild time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man, it's it's such a good song. The, the whole music video about it is so very good. It's sad, too. Mm-hmm. Just like, those paintings were supposed to, I guess, be like memories. Just yes. burning the memories away. That was, oof, that was some artistic
1: right song. Sometimes you gotta burn bridges to build new ones.
0: Yeah, I I, I say this, Picasso. <laughs> it's, it's, La
1: Venita.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a very good song. I recommend it. And I know everyone probably heard it. Hopefully you haven't. And so you can hear it finally for the first time. I'm definitely gonna play it when my nieces come through, hmm. because I'm I'm turning I'm turning everyone into metalheads ever so subtly. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Ah, worse on his way by corn. That's uh, that's one I definitely say eight out of ten.
1: It, it reminds me of the old corn.
0: Yeah, it's definitely like it's a, definitely a callback to how they used to play. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very good. I'm. It's very shocking. Uh, Jonathan Davis really came back hard as hell. Like he had got COVID twice during tour. Yeah. And he came back with this song.
1: He was like, "Fuck COVID, I'm rocking out."
0: exactly. He basically said, that "Like I ain't letting this shit get to me. I'm singing this song. This is some old school stuff right here. We're bringing it back." And it's very good. It's very, very good. Um, <clears throat> I loved the imagery in the video, them being just wiped out and then coming back, and it was like they were being three D printed. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it was. It was very, very good. Uh, let's, really... let's see our last one before we look at a lineup: "Bad Life" by Secret and "Bring Me the Horizon." That's mm-hmm. actually that was a very hopeful song,
1: bro. I I teared up.
0: Yeah, it was very good. Um, The only song I know from Sigrid is from 2017. She did a very good version of Leonard Cohen's song, Everybody Knows. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she she's really coming into her own because she got, like, t- 10 music videos. Mm-hmm. This is her first time doing anything with uh, Bring Me the Horizon. Mainly, Somebody
1: this big.
0: Yeah, mainly Oliver. Oliver Rogan, I think he's a fan of her as well. That's why he said, oh, hell yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> so it was a very good music video, very good message. Like, yeah, you, you know what? A lot of stuff you're feeling right now, it's just a bad day. Because the rest of your life is going to be good. You're going to have bad days, but it's not a bad life. That's basically what the song is about.
1: Uh, just, dude, just thinking of the song, is making me tear up. Like, it's that much of a beautiful and meaning
0: song to yeah. Me. Yeah, it's it's very it's a very hopeful song, and it starts out very sad, but you're like, oh wait, it's good. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's 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 very very good, and I give that one a ten out of ten. So ten, eight, ten.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm looking at now. We're looking at uh, Hellfest. I'm gonna look up the lineup right now. Jesus Christ, it's like a little town. Yeah. Where's Lena? Bit.
1: We're not gonna name all the
0: bands, are we? <laughs> Three hundred fifty artists, six scenes, set a whole last week. Oh, damn! Travis Scott is playing. Hold on, I'll 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 send. It definitely is point. a hellfest. <laughs> I'll, I'll send myself to the thing after the Travis Scott joke. Damn it. I said, oh. <laughs> okay, let's just look at this. <laughs> but Let's put it this way. Every band that you ever listen to is here. <laughs> Almost. 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 Metallica, Volbeat. Uh, I saw Corn, Gojira, Ghost, Megadeth, Deftones, the Dropkick Murphys. Nine Inch Nails, Ministry, White Snake, Scorpions, Guns N' Roses, Airborne, Black Label Society, Avatar, Sabaton, Bring Me the Horizon, Nightwish, Epica, every, everyone. As Gary Oldman would say, everyone. Holy Forever. shit! Forever. My God.
1: Forever.
0: I had I had to I had to how dare myself because I said Travis Scott. Right. How dare you? I'll do it again. That's, that's
1: like having a Hitler tattoo.
0: You know what that's from though the how, how dare you thing right? Yes. I had to look up the Mel Gibson tapes just for that piece. <laughs> oh man. We did it. <laughs> but yeah, that like a lineup. That is a hell of a lineup. And it's in... Where's this at? I'll look it up. California, probably. No, it's uh, France. Fuck! Yeah. Mm-hmm. France, hate us. France and Germany be rocking it. I saw Vak in open air. Was going to happen with Oomph? Every band I've listened to for in college... Was gonna be at Vodka Open Air dude, in 2015. When you had
1: that, dude. Since you had that Siby fro,
0: yeah. Like they were that's gonna long ass time ago. They, they were gonna be there. And the chick I went on a date with, I told her because she was German, and I, I I asked her about oomph and a Valken Open Air. She goes, "Oh, it's a crazy time," and and I said, "I will legit act as a stowaway and be an illegal immigrant for a week just to see this thing." That's how I was. I don't give a it shit if I have a passport.
1: Bro, it ain't worth the time. It ain't worth the time, my brother.
0: Everyone was everyone that year, it was twenty fifteen. Everyone that year was like Combi Christ, Oom Mushroom Head, everyone was playing. And I'm thinking, Oh yeah, I'm a go I'm fucking going." and that's how I was. Oh my like, that's every band I listen to. <laughs> But it looked like it looked like Comby Christ Crisis* playing this. But this is in France, I do believe. Where the frick is? Let's see. They don't have a. From of France. France. Let's see. This is it's a French music festival. Where's it at though? *Clisson, France*. Oh yeah, where they make croissants. I say, <laughs> crisp <laughs> No, clisson, not croissant.
3: Croissant. Croissant. Jimmy's mom.
0: <laughs> All right, I think this is it. Yeah, oh my, this is. I'm going to have a fun time editing this up.
1: Uh, oh, wow, that's, that's a big ass bar. Game for somebody to edit our videos.
0: <laughs> no, not the video, the actual audio. Poor <laughs> audio. All right, this has been the S tier podcast. If you like what you listened to,
2: okay. all of our
0: all of our hijinks. Oh, I just got a message from my dad. He says, "Sharknado, dummies!" Oh my goodness. Where
2: where are you on (laughs) here? Where
0: are you on here? Where are you at? He was texting. He texted me to (laughs) me.
1: At least the public doesn't have to see it.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. And I think he was watching. Oh no, someone else was watching. (laughs) Uh, All right. This has been the S tier podcast. If you like what you listen to, this will be available in audio form Wednesday during the last week of April. my, Wednesday Hump Day. It'll be available uh, audio-wise. It'll be available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Like what you listen to. You like our ugly mugs. Follow us on S Tier Podcasts at facebook.com slash S Tier Podcasts, Twitter at S Tier Podcast One, Instagram at S underscore Tier Podcast, and YouTube to rewatch the to watch the replay. Damn, and uh, also follow the follow on Facebook for any other news that we don't cover on here. Uh, We do cover some other stuff on here, on uh, our pages, and we do post some goofy-ass memes. But uh, yes, this has been the S-Tier Podcast. We will see you all next Sunday. Stay S-Tier. Bye! This has been the S-Tier Podcast. Follow us at Facebook.com slash S-Tier Podcast, Twitter.com slash S-Tier Podcast 1, and Instagram.com S-Tier Podcast. Stay S-Tier.